Right. Here we are live from Lydia's living room. That's a new podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. We turned out fine. We turned out fine, though. We turned out fine. So we are far. here. We're we here. Yay. We are here with Bethany and Matt. Hello. Hi. Bethany Hello. LaRue. I am Bethany LaRue. Yeah. And, and I'm Matt. Matt. That's Matt. Hey. Hi. We didn't, we didn't ask for this. That's our podcast. We didn't ask for this. Shout out. We didn't ask Shout for this. Shout out. We didn't ask for this. And that's Lydia. And I'm Lydia. Yeah. And here's Maisie. Hi, Maisie. Maisie's here, too. So we came here to see Lydia, and we came here to see Macy, and we came here to see all of you beautiful people. And we're here now? And we're here now. And we turned out fine? <laughs> yep. That's what my therapist tells me. That's exactly. what she told me on Thursday. Yeah. So. My therapist reassures me it's going to turn out fine. Oh, that's I'm so nice. starting to believe her. That's good. It is good. My therapist tells me, you're great. You're doing, you have done such a good job. And I'm like, man, that's so present. Thank you. My therapist tells me, I'm always uh, surprised each time you come back. <laughs> this is a real thing, actually. So, this is true. That's great. That's what my therapist she, told me. She knows how to reel you in, though. Yeah. Like, you're I like, she sounds going. great. That's, that's fucking challenge accepted right there. Yeah, yeah I, def- that, I, I definitely wanted to tell y'all that I definitely like the sound of your therapist. She sounds amazing. <laughs> She's been like pretty, pretty She's all right consistent. so far. Yeah. Diane yeah. Pulsifer is her name. I could, I could. I gave her her information. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, you wanna you wanna talk about her 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 medium, her sure. medium and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I appreciate that she is turned open, up the heat. Is open about being open about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Y'all know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. toes. Yeah, because um, I I don't know. I appreciate. Um, Maybe it's weird, but it's like I want to be working with a therapist who I feel like knows more than me. That's yeah, not weird that's at all. Because I mean, why would I listen to somebody that I feel right. like... That's not weird. Yeah. That's, just, I, I feel weird I feel like saying that's it perfectly normal. Trying to find a way to say it feels weird. No, that, yeah. like, that seems pretty normal to me because, I mean, you don't want to go to someone and then you're like, am I just being my own therapist mm-hmm. right now? Because this isn't working. Yeah. What am I paying you for? You don't want that. You want someone who has input on your life that gives you, like, even if you had the right phrases, they put it in such a way that you're like, that's what I'm fucking trying to say, dude. Yeah, Can so I cuss on this podcast? That's please. right. You do cuss. I <laughs> right. Because, yeah, like, I, like, I, me and Naomi haven't even had to discuss it because I feel like she already understands that, like, I she am She did curse, too. I was, she like, does, I was she mildly surprised. Oh, yeah. I was mildly surprised. No, and, and I know you'll be listening to this later, Naomi. <laughs> this ain't no offense to you. I just know you a God-fearing woman, and most of the God-fearing people in my Mormon existence say, no bueno. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. No, and I'm sure that you guys grew up with that, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Same. Um, I was in the Navy, and there's the whole cuss like a sailor kind of trope. Which I that's that's like one of yeah. the one of the few things that I did take with me from my Navy career <laughs> is, is like you know, but um no I feel it's it's actually one of the parts of myself that I actually don't have a hard time liking yeah, yeah. that I actually like, really I enjoy about myself amazingly I really really enjoy I'm a cuss monster well I just love language so much it's this is true. such I'm just so passionate about it it makes me so excited it just like really lights up my soul and makes me like want to be alive and make makes me feel alive when I get excited about language I or feel when I'm like this using... would be the beginning of a musical number in 
I mean, yeah, maybe I can find a way to put what I'm saying to music. It lights up your life. It, it does. brings it light into me... your soul. I'm just it like, oh, ding, ding. Let's yeah, go. Just... We got the guitar over there. Let's just yeah, grab it. Like... <laughs> maybe I'll work on that later. But, Full um, jam sesh. And so I love, you know, English even being as fucked up as it is. And even though I do love learning and speaking foreign languages, especially, I also love um, just the variety and the diversity of the English language and the ways that it can be used. And I love, I love, yeah. I don't, I don't just love old archaic ways of, of using English. I mean, I don't just appreciate that. Like Shakespeare and whoever else and like Keats and stuff, <laughs> but whoever those people are, <laughs> but I, I, I also especially love, um, what we are doing with language and, and how language has evolved and like the like, types of dialects that have like sprung up <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, ex- for me, yeet, I get ex- yote, yates. yates. <laughs> well, I thought you said leet at first, and I was no. gonna say yes, but leet, yes, but also yeet, with... also like yeet, and and yeet. I, I don't, yeet. I'm not cool enough. Uh, I, I'm, I'm cool with like yeet. I don't know about yeet, but. Yeet is like something the kids are saying now. I, no, Matt, I, I do you know what Yeet that. is? Yeah. You're on you're on Reddit more than I, I think am. I've heard it. But I've I... never been able to figure it out because it seems to be used indiscriminately in mm, any that's situation. Fair. Hey, any of y'all who are Reddit. young enough to know the fuck what Yeet, yeet. is? Like, yeah, because sometimes people say it, but then like, one time I saw a I video where a guy grabbed an alligator by the neck, oh, right, and right, right. It, the video title was "My homeboy yeeted this gator." <laughs> It's, a verb. it's also a verb. <laughs> so and see, that is miraculous because that just shows how like once you learn, once the brain has like learned, it's like okay, if I see a verb do this Yeet. here, then I know that I can take another word and make it into a verb yeah. or use it as a yeah. verb by doing that there. By adding ed. And, yeah. and it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And when you think about it like I that, do love that, it just it helps you see how like smart your brain is. Well, I just know that no one ever yoloed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that boy yoloed. It's just it's brilliant, and then like the way that that we like the internet, the effect that simply just the internet and everything that the oh, internet has become language has affected moves language. So much I just ner- I'm having nerdgasms, y'all. I'm I do it's plan cute. on on you trying. See. Sparkles are coming out of her ears, like yeah. there's rainbows out of her eyes. It's pretty cute. It's like it's, a unicorn on fire. Oh, thank you. <laughs> At some point, I do really really want to do a whole episode where I kind of talk about um, profanity and cursing and cussing and like what is oh, cursing yeah. swearing yeah. you know what i mean it's something and, like, shakespeare expletives. told us to do because it feels good <laughs> <laughs> and, and like expletives and just going into all of that like different definitions of what is what and then like yeah. my kind of position on like well, how and, i use language and how what i think about good words bad yeah. words words that you know cuss word what is a cuss word well then you could even go that. into how do other countries view these certain mm. like bad yeah. languages because you see mm-hmm. in like particularly like um eastern countries um where they'll take words and like put sentences on shirts that right like like uh, there's this one it's like working all time makes so little money but then like and i'm like yeah that's true like i feel that i'm like it's not grammatically correct but i get it um and then they use the word like it's just fuck five times Ah. down a shirt and you're like you don't even know what this word means, but also it doesn't mean anything to you personally because it's not a bad word to you. So you know it might be bad and you know it's powerful, but it doesn't hold the same power for mm-hmm. maybe people that are living in Eastern countries. Or like for like Matt, you lived in London yeah. for a hot minute. Fuck isn't really 
Yeah, it's they not say on fuck the same on TV level all the time. Yeah, they have nudity on TV all the time. Like, yeah, it's not a thing. It's like, not the same. So even just yeah, in we had other a bunch English of Puritans telling us that mm-hmm. you have to have sex in order to have children. But then also they're but super also prudish in some ways too. Like it's it's a weird mix. Shit, we got all the Puritans, didn't we? <laughs> so we really did. Well, Naomi is also going to do an episode on purity culture at some point. Ooh. Purity or puritan? Well, purity culture. Purity. Cool. Mm-hmm. Purity. Oh. Oof. Ding dang. My bad, y'all. My ding dang, bing bang. <laughs> you having fun? Knock it all over? Um, okay, break anyway. Anyways, um, what are we what here are we for? What are talking about? Lydia, tell us what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, it's okay. I love a good initial banter. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like it helps people feel like they're really involved. Mm-hmm. And then we drop them into the real shit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how our podcast Absolutely. goes. <laughs> Absolutely. And forgive me. Um, sometimes I just. You are forgiven. We get excessive. Oh, we just, like, get carried away. It's okay. You can do that. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to my friends, Bethany and Matt. About okay. stuff about mental health and about just like outlooks on life. Could and... we fucking talk about that a lot? Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like non fucking stop, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and like the journey for like happiness and like how to be happy and like when, Ooh, especially when journey. you're struggling with mental health, like how right. do you find happiness? And so, um, oh. so for me personally, I I come across and I I guess social media does play a lot into this because I feel like a lot of the messages. Mm. Sometimes they can they can just like become a blur or this like homogenized kind of like thing. Mm. I love that word. You forget like who exactly like you saw the meme from where it was just like a quote, you know, just like a yeah, yeah. a thing on the screen, but it was just, just like an something about like scroll of bullshit. An endless and, scroll of <laughs> partial reality. Like a lot yeah. of it is like it's curated reality. There self-help you go. stuff. Yeah, which yeah. I mean is great. Like yeah. I follow all kinds of shit like that because I guess don't. what? I'm a witch and we all love that shit. Yeah. We love to support each other and yeah. tell each other that you are the best because we like to celebrate the divinity within ourselves. Yeah. So that's and, our thing. And everyone wants to <laughs> yeah. be happy. Everybody wants yeah. to be happy. And so we're all trying to find or at happiness. least most people. Yeah, <laughs> we we hope we think we would assume most people everyone would want to be happy. We yeah. And so I guess what I'm saying is like, I'll see the messages, you know, and a lot of them, I guess, will have the kind of overall theme of like, you can choose happiness and you can create your own reality. And there's different kind of theories that I know I've heard things from. So I'm, and I guess that's where it it kind of like, it kind of all blends together. The lines blur. But yeah. Which is the only way in which that phrase is is allowed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, This 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 is where the blurred lines are like, life life is a giant blurred line it's accurate (laughs) yeah because and so like i know one one definite source is i've heard of this thing called the secret there's a book about it yeah i saw like this video my brother showed me this video about it and the secret isn't really a secret like (laughs) we've known about it for millions of years it's as much of a secret as yeah no it totally was i just think it's funny how they're like it's the secret and i'm like pagans have been fucking using this for years (laughs) like get off your high horse barnes and noble it's a secret is I've, oh my gosh, Barnes and Noble has the secret. Yeah, the secret to my happiness. You can get it at the Barnes library. and Noble. It That's it. I just need to get it. You just gotta store. wait. Okay. This failing yeah. company has the secret you can to my it life. On Amazon Prime, the secret. All my problems solved. Just Google the secret. It'll take you right to it. Just like that. So they and now have like so many like 
offsets like volumes of the secret though like the secret is like a series now yeah is it really it really is like they if you go there's like us in the self-help section at barnes and noble there's like half a shelf that's just the secret like in the different offsets of the secret and like all the different volumes and shit and it's like the secret business The secret love. Yeah. Like, fucking, like, it's just one thing. Why do you have to make it so specific? Anyways. No, I guess, I'm, I guess I'm not surprised. Money. But if I'm not... It's all money. Yeah, it's all for money. If I'm not wrong, isn't it essentially the law of attraction? Everything that the secret is purporting? Uh, essentially. If essentially. Not, um, it, it has more vision boards, but yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> has more um, middle-aged white women, you know, <laughs> making parties. Gotcha. Like, more so than the law of attraction. Gotcha. And then the law of attraction also bleeds into, like, other religions and yeah, stuff. Like, and kind things of like that. Buddhism. Uh, like, yeah. a lot of Buddhism and stuff. But the difference is, because the law of attraction, I think, focuses a lot more on, like, if you want this bad enough, you're going to get it. Right. And I think when you, and it's, because, so in Buddhism, or, like, from my personal experience in Wicca, um, we do a lot of, like, you know, candles and, like, that are for your intentions, right we call it intention setting and what it does is it um notifies you that you have power within yourself to put out into the universe and then mold the universe to bring back to you the things that you might want and it it's not always in the way that you want it though and that's the thing you always have to acknowledge that when you are magic or when you are casting magic and when that's what intentions are right like so when you're praying you're doing it we're gonna bleed a little bit i guess into the other things that i was gonna talk about but when you are i think when you pray you're casting magic Mm -hmm. into the universe and asking for something and so it's the same thing with like it just it doesn't matter how you do it it's all the same shit and so it has the same effect though when you tell the universe you want something, it's going to give it to you in the way that it wants to give it to you and not in the way that you want yeah, it. right. Whereas I think that um, the law of attraction is like, if you want to be rich and famous, you're going to do it. Why do I sound like Donald Trump a little bit <laughs> when I say <laughs> that? Ew. <I> I'm <laughs> <think> sorry. <laughs> if you want it bad enough. <laughs> I don't think uh, so. I said something about it. <laughs> but I think that's like the difference is like, the the law of attraction is like if you want it bad enough it's going to happen the way that you want it to happen Mm. which is also the way the secret is like oh when the secret came out i made a vision board and one of the things that i remember putting on there is a picture of mandy moore because i wanted legs like Mm -hmm. mandy moore and i had a picture of her legs Uh it was her sitting in a little like chair she was looking real cute and yeah a walk to remember had just come out Mm -hmm. and i was like i want legs like mandy moore I can't have fucking Man- Mandy Moore's legs. I have my own legs. Yeah. Uh, I so, know what you mean, though. Yeah. Similar things. And those are my thoughts yeah. on and that for two seconds until something else happens. No, that's, you're, that's, yeah. you're so right. There's so much. Um, cause There's the gray area. There's a lot of gray area because it all yeah. comes from, like, the same stuff. It comes right. from humans recognizing that I don't have any control over this, so I'm going to give it to something else. Yeah. Definitely. And that that idea of like, okay, if if things aren't good, then you're resisting that. But then resisting it is what what is actually bad, and you should accept it. And so then... Yeah. And I think sometimes where where it's hard 
to to swallow that is where it's it feels like you're being blamed like it's your own fault for your mate or you're making things harder on yourself mm. well you're not wishing hard enough or yeah or what a, something like that you don't want it hard enough yeah so you're being punished which is I think is where you're coming from with like the secret and the law of attraction Sometimes, and stuff yeah, yeah it and feels like a if it's not happening the way you want it to yeah. it feels like a punishment well, and like, I guess when something... Why are you laughing at me, Matthew? He's just listening. <laughs> He's giggling over here. He loves this shit. He's like, all you hokey pokey magic people. <laughs> I wonder if like, maybe it's more of the Buddhist uh, Buddhist thing of like, letting, letting go and just accepting and like, trying to not resist the things that are happening yeah. around you. And maybe because you were phrasing it as like, if you want something... But maybe in some, I think the circumstances I might be thinking about just oh, in this okay. instance is like if it's something that you don't want is happening to you and you're resisting mm. that, you're like, why is this happening? Yeah. You know, um, then well, yeah, the idea is like you shouldn't be resisting it, so you should stop being like, mm. why is it you should, or, and I guess that I was saying that sometimes that's hard for me because then I feel like it's my own fault for being miserable because then and it's my fault because I'm resisting it or oh. I'm just making it harder on myself because I'm resisting it and it's really hard to feel yeah. like it's your fault for your own misery and sometimes well, yeah. that's what the and law especially... of attraction seems to purport is that like every your, yeah. or the, the create your own kind of reality thing is that you are you know everything that you have experienced Which is, like, is yeah. because of who you are and what you do and what you say mm-hmm. and like how you think those is that and maybe i feel triggered because this feels like me being like a mormon child growing up (laughs) you chose this life like they literally say that it's like what the one of the things they're like in the pre-existence you chose your family you chose the situations that you're gonna be in and you're never given any and and i know this is universal for christianity but you're never given anything you can't handle yeah that one definitely that's not fucking true well, it's like not true. <laughs> I want to like part of me wants to believe it, and maybe when I now because I'm I think about God in different ways, so maybe yeah. now I'm more like the universe won't give me anything I can't handle. But I I don't know. I still have a hard time with that as well because I'm like I want to believe that because then yeah cause, because then it, makes, then it, means it makes you that feel I can better survive yeah. this yeah. yeah. But it doesn't. But yeah, it also doesn't feel like you can handle it at the time. <laughs> yeah, so. like no, like. And without getting too too far deep, but Matt and I are in the middle of some shit, and I'm like. I'm tired all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. This is a lot. And yeah. I go into therapy and I feel exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like, and today, like one of my family members got up in my grill mm-hmm. and I was like, not today, Satan. I don't believe in Satan, but not today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, this is not, I don't need this right now. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. I'm planning a wedding. Get away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that yeah. was what it was all about. She's not invited to the wedding, and so she got angry about oh. it. So, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. But no, you that's... can't invite that toxicity into your life. boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. boundaries. I set some boundaries. Good me. Well done. <laughs> Backpack. Um, but yeah, basically... You were talking about... This is what I do with Matt all the time. Um, you. you were talking about the law of attraction and how oftentimes when situations come to you you want to feel like you can handle it yeah but uh, because it makes you feel better but that's not always the case because it feels awful when you're in it and you're like this is the worst i feel disgusting and i didn't ask for this yeah we didn't didn't, ask for this our podcast we didn't ask for this shout out we didn't ask why didn't i mention that at the very beginning it's okay we're gonna talk about it probably at the end too so it's fine i figure it's gonna happen (laughs) We didn't ask for this. Yeah. Yeah. We have a that's podcast. That's why, why we're here. My podcast is because they have, that's why it's part of why I have a podcast because they were able to be an example for me to be able to say, we oh, love if you they're so doing much, it, then I can do so it too. Proud. 
so I'm so happy and grateful. Yeah. <sighs> Podcast friends. Anyway, um, yes, thank you. You're welcome. I do this for Matt too. Yeah. Thank you. And so, and I was thinking, like, is it the same? Is that part of the law of attraction that, like, or is maybe that a different thing? The whole, like, well, your reality that you are experiencing right now, you created it for yourself. Ooh. You know, I want. I don't because I'm trying to think yeah. if. I think that only applies once you've started using it, and then they start guilt tripping you, like any organized ideal. <laughs> and I, the thing is, like, I'm seeing these messages still, and this is what I'm talking about with kind of like this Instagram. I, you I know, have seen a couple of these here today. There, it's like, like you can choose to be happy. Exactly. Today, like, stuff like that all I the could time. not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like bullshit. I hate it. I hate all that shit. I'm I'm a cynic. And he's a beautiful cynic. I'm a person with mental illness, and I don't craft the reality that I live in. I'm trapped Mm -hmm. in it instead, and it's not something that I can control. Nobody choosing to have mental illness. Um, No amount of happy thoughts or mantras that I repeat to myself, or any kind of retraining my brain, is gonna fix what's wrong with me. Chemically, I need a chemical shift in my brain to happen. Like the and chemical stuff doesn't don't do that. That's the, I think that's like where the hard part is, right? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Chemically, if there's something wrong with you, you need chemicals to help you fix it. Mm. There are some things that once you start taking those chemicals that help you, your attitude towards the world, then you're still left with that. Mm-hmm. You still have to work on that yeah part. i'll still be a grouchy fuck but i just you'll uh, be a grandpa friend <laughs> for the rest of forever probably all of my other problems but he, will be but better the, under control but that that's the thing like then you start going oh some of these actions i was doing when i didn't feel very well are unnecessary mm-hmm. right because when you don't feel well you don't act your best yeah that's a given yeah like i felt like fucking shit today because mm-hmm. i'm triggered by my family and at work, I didn't perform at my very best. You know what? I did I did my best for today because your best is different every day and Absolutely that is still true. valid. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I love to clap in my sentences too. Louder in the back for those who didn't hear it. Maisie's like, are you clapping for me? We're clapping yes, for you. You are such a good dog. She's just the best. She's the best. She's so Hi, fresh. Hi, She's oh. like, you're getting too hyped in here. Can I? Can you calm down? She's like, what's going on? I need to be a part. Yeah. Energy but that... Must, sorry. What, no, it's, it's totally okay. I talk over everybody. Um, that being um, said, like, I did my best for today. That's all we can do for anything. And sometimes when you see these social media posts, Sorry. it feels like your best isn't good enough. Exactly. And that that's yeah, like, that I didn't happens. feel happy today. And I did see something that was like, if you, it's like, you can choose happiness. And I was like, <laughs> my soul went, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah. And so I turned off Instagram because sometimes you need social media mm-hmm. is so dangerous when you don't feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing all of these curated realities of what people want you to see about their lives. I know I do it. Yeah. I know I fucking do it. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Nobody wants to see that Bethany LaRue is feeling sad today. 
So I put up a happy little like turtle video yeah. from like two weeks ago when I went to the Arboretum when mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling good that day, but I was talking happy to turtles, you know, <laughs> like yeah. people want that because you do want to spread happiness yes. and you do want to spread, spread love, which is what the intention is. Yes. And that's why my feed looks like that is because You're partially right. because I curated it that way because yeah. I, I want more positivity. That's part of like mm-hmm. what I'm striving for is, is yeah. like trying to heal and become happier and love myself more. And like, it's a part of the process. Yeah. And sometimes you can't, like, even though you know that's what other people are trying to do too, you're like, fuck you. <laughs> and it's, it gets so tricky it's, because it's sometimes hard. it's like, I want to be like. Happy for them. Well, I guess, no. Sorry. Maybe I was it's on cute. A, maybe I was going for a different thought. I was, it's okay. That's fine. Um, but you know, like when someone's like, oh, you know, you can choose happiness. And then it's like, okay. I know that you're trying to help me. You're, you're saying that, I guess maybe if this was like an in-person conversation, yeah. then yeah. you could say that person, okay, I know that you want to help me and you're saying that because you want me to be happy. You know that I want to be happy. Yeah. But it's like, you also want to say that person, I feel like you don't understand. Yeah. I feel like the only way you yeah. can even say that is because you don't understand. Yeah. But then it's like, I can also, and, and this is part of my inner critic, it's like my inner critic is like other people have said this to me in the past or I can imagine people saying this to me. Yeah. Is like, what the fuck are you complaining about? You're being so obnoxious. Like, you think you're the only person in the world who's ever suffered. You think that that person hasn't been through some shit? Like, how can Ooh, you... Ooh, that's some internalized... Is... Oh, yeah, yes. that's that's a lot of internalized stuff. So much. I get that. It's like I, I hear it's like I hear myself talking, yeah. and then I hear all the judgments of all that all people could have, probably yeah. don't have, but like... Yeah, which, like, that's the thing. We, we place... Hard we place um other people's thoughts on ourselves so like well i just assumed growing yeah. up that like everybody felt the exact same way i did and i was about just yourself. too weak to handle yeah. it like no, about life like oh, just okay. like all of the depression and right. whatever else i assumed yeah. that everybody else was as miserable as i was and they were just better at being people than i was no it's not true so like, some people and like like legitimately like I talked I talked about this with my best friend the other day because she she's like basically agnostic and has like hello airplane um it's okay oh wait okay um oh shit so I was talking to my best friend the other day who's basically agnostic and her parents didn't raise her with any kind of religion or anything like that um she went with me to like like Mormon girls camp and things like that. But like basically nothing. And we were talking about, Oh shit. What were we talking about just now? Oh fuck. Um, when you're you, you, like, you think you're in such misery and sometimes it feels like maybe other people don't understand that misery, but then like, yeah, trying to have perspective and like under trying to be like, well, everyone suffered through some shit. I don't talk about this. Kind of what did you say last? Oh, um, I thought everybody felt like me and I was just too weak to handle. Oh, okay. So talking to the best friend and we were talking about like one of our, like one of our friends, she from high school who was very popular, very pretty, like, and very just like, but she was also very kind and everything. And it's like one of those things where it's like, damn, you lucky. And that's what it is. Right. Like some people just have the fucking luck of the draw. And I don't think that anything's really predetermined. Like, you know, as a, as a Wicca, as a Wiccan, we believe in like reincarnation or like whatever you manifest in your brain is basically what's going to happen. Um, like in the afterlife and things like that, which is kind of like American Godsy, which is really neat. But it's like when you come here, 
Like, ain't nobody going that, like, nobody's going to be choosing. I want to be a part of this poor, oppressed family. Right. I want to be, I want to have mental illness. Mm-hmm. I want to have, da, 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 like, yeah. I want to have the genetic makeup that's going to make me so miserable. Or right. I want to get polio one day, which is a reality now, potentially. Like, guys, vaccinate your kids. Um, but nobody chooses that. So yeah. the fact that you thought that everybody was just as miserable as you makes me kind of sad because I love you so much. I We're engaged, by the way. That's what existence but, was yeah, and that everybody else enjoyed right. it. And I was just defective but somehow. None of didn't. us are born equally. Like, we're born the same way, but we're not born equally. Yeah, that also never occurred to me either. Yeah. Because we're all made in the image of God, right? So why... Oh, we're all perfect. I like all of the other people in the world. So, what? like, this is how they all must also feel. We're all the same and all that fucking bullshit. Which is not true. Now, Matt, I had a thought. Because I don't know if you know this about Matt, but he's basically not on social media. Like, he basically stays away from it for the most part. And so, do you want to talk about Matthew Brown, Matthew, why you did that? Because oh, I, I don't know. This isn't my show. Is that what you want to talk it's about? Ca- it's a part of it because we were talking about social media and how it affects us and our mental health and like, I guess, and yeah. things like that. And that's a part of it because I know that that's something that you were a little more active for a little bit, but then you're like, nah, I just don't do it anymore. Get on and off. I go on. Yeah. He's like casually on and and things and certain post all the memes. I stopped scrolling and stuff. It was just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Too much, uh, too, too many people that I used to think better of making me think poorly of them now. Too many people, um, just posting shit that irritates me. So why bother with it, I guess? So I kind of just go on and post shit and then don't look at what anybody else is saying or doing. I'll like tag Matt in something if I really want him to see something. <laughs> yeah. Or text it to him or be like, hey, did you see that thing I posted? And he'll be like, no. And I'll be like, go look at it. Yeah. yeah. Look. It's a necessary evil for sharing um, as artists because we have to get like yep. for sharing podcasts. Yeah. I have to be active on social media. You really and I do. have to do it for my job. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I tried just to, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be conductive to your, to your brain noggin. Yeah. I don't dig it. It didn't help. It didn't help. And I've seen that a lot lately. Mm -hmm. Um, like, especially with my older friends, they're like, I am deactivating my Facebook account. I'm only going to be like on Instagram or like something like that. Which is run by Facebook. (laughs) Which is run by Facebook, but they're deactivating. You, you get the recently though. Yeah, only yeah. very recently, though. And I've seen a lot of people running away from social media. And there are mental health professionals that are encouraging it yeah. because what we see on social media isn't real. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so while people on social media are trying to work the law of attraction, we are also not acknowledging yeah. the reality of our lives. Mm. That's a really Bing, bang, boom. Because I know a lot of people that live for... And I know that there are some like shows that are doing commentary on this now with like episodes where people are obsessed with their feeds and obsessed Mm. with how their feeds look and obsessed with like making their lives look better than Susan's. Karen wants to be better than Susan all the time, you know, and they're just ruining their own lives. 
independent and creating a yeah. brand everyone wants to yeah. be like everybody wants to be a brand, brand themselves yeah and like yeah which we're being encouraged good, to do that though too it's a good thing and, and but they definitely have a downside too i feel like that the like being able to like make a business out of being yourself through social media yeah. is an incredible thing and i think it's, it's a nuts sword. the fact mm. that influencers sure. are a thing yeah whoa yeah but that's exactly what they do they influence mm-hmm. like they're here to push for something they're here to sell you something which is yeah in that case it's not really being yourself no you're not, you're not really getting most of these people yeah. are signing on to deals that they don't really believe in like yeah. they think that they do but like they're honestly here to make money it's very tricky business yeah that's why i follow cute pet things yeah um, sure. like lots of bat rescues yeah yeah <laughs> bat rescues wiccan stuff because ain't nobody really like trying to sell you things when they're just like look at my tarot cards oh look i made a reading today yeah. like sometimes you know, though sometimes like, it know, depends like, on who you're following reading, but, you know, whether how, yeah. how how much they push the uh, i can do a reading for you, if you well yeah mm-hmm. and Which, i do like, readings for people paid, but it's you know? like it that's yeah. the thing if it's a skill that you have like you should get yeah, paid definitely. for it 110 percent do um, that um but, but when it's like you're losing your sense of self in yes. the midst of it. And you're not really. I have unfollowed stuff. people for less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I was going to say definitely like the scrolling thing is what can be dangerous part about it. And I the think it's definitely smart to, to either cut back on like the scrolling part or just like limit social media. So like you said, you're not really doing a whole lot of scrolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I understand like, you know, deactivating or, or cutting it out altogether. Um, because I it, wasn't able to completely do that. Yeah, it can it can be really harmful. I yeah. I had to delete the Facebook app off of my phone like last summer around June, um, because it was just making me really really like stressed. I was getting my energy would get so like pent up and chaotic. Just like can you like things. feel like the tension in your chest kind of si- yeah every time. Especially and, like, if for I some had... reason you're doing it still though. Yes, you're just still sitting there like. Like, yep, absolutely. Obsessively and torturing yourself. Yes, and it, because it's so <laughs> reflexive, or just yeah. like you're so it's, it's so, so like easy. instinctive or whatever, and yeah. and especially if I was like had an opinion or or something really like you know like like. I don't know, not triggered, but like just like sparked a flame and like made me had like oh I need to like share my opinion. You go about like that. super saying about it, like, like really yeah. gets like you know tense and like chaotic and oh. like my heart will start beating fast or whatever. Oh. Especially if I do actually leave a comment, yeah, it's yeah. like my I have physical responses. It's like for like half your day. I'm the same um, way. It just oh for God. like expressing my opinion that might be controversial, and this happens especially if it's if I'm like in person with people. If I'm expressing. Yeah. Like, you guys are friends, so, like, I'm pretty cool right now, but, you know, like... It's chill. Yeah, other times, especially if it's with strangers or, or where I don't know what their position is or or if I you know, especially yeah. if I know that they might have a different... I got totally off track. It's okay. I was, no, I was no, just, we're just, like, talking in a circle of time. Yeah, point is, I was going to say that I, I definitely had to take a break from Facebook. I deleted the app off of my phone, and then I still was on Instagram, but I think this was, like, just before Facebook completely took over Instagram. Yeah. Um, cause I know they were still like linked to it before, but I think that was right around like after I gave it up and it was primarily just Instagram was my only social media, which like, it was good because I was seeing less news because it yeah. was the news things that were really, really, It's funny really... because I almost thought you were going to say nudes. You know, you knew that you, I was going to say that? No, nudes. Ha, like ha, ha, naked ha. people. And I was like, no. how many naked people are you seeing on Facebook? Like, no. and thankfully, <laughs> And thankfully, I don't get a lot of nudes in my DMs on Instagram, thankfully. I get a lot of people just going, hi, you cute. <laughs> I show them to Matt They're all the time. Wrong. I'm like, look. <laughs> oh, no. 
tanks. <laughs> so many tanks. Um, yeah, and so social media can be great. And, like, I don't know. I feel like Instagram, at first I was like, oh, this is better because I'm being visually stimulated by beautiful things. Even if it's, like, other beautiful people. It depends on who you're following, but yeah. Exactly. And I try to make my feed as much as possible, like, you or know, stuff curate that I'm going to enjoy feed. seeing. Yeah. Or stuff that's going to inspire me or, you know, encourage me. Yeah. But then, yeah. Okay, so back to kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's like Left I come across Facebook. a lot of. Goodbye. Yeah, because I, I, I needed to for my mental health. And it did help a lot. Um, and then I would just like check back for in. I mean, unfortunately, I missed some events because I was off Facebook mm-hmm. for. A That's bit, the hard I would, I would part, have right? To go back to check notifications because, to like, find out about events and stuff. Well, like, yeah. So you're like, oh, my friend was in a play and I didn't yeah. even fucking yeah. know about it. Like, yeah. it, that, so that's much the shit hard happens part. Only on there now. Only like, on people Facebook. People are like, oh, I'll just put it on Facebook and everybody will see it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah and so that's I think the it's hardest part. Is like if you leave, way. then unless your unit is always in constant communication with on, each other, and you have yeah. a grapevine on that you can work through or like on another, pl- yeah, mm-hmm. or directly, like on a different platform. Like Facebook is mainly how a lot of us really communicate with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very popular though, and it's so easy. It's kind of like iPhone and Apple. It's like it's accessible and it's simple and like. I feel like this podcast episode turned into how does social media affect our mental health? Which is like, but like, is like, I am okay with it. Yeah, because it's relevant. That's how our podcasts sometimes end up happening. We're like, well, we're talking about something different. And and yeah, and like, I love that there's, (laughs) that our podcasts are similar in that way as well. And like, like they just evolve on their own. Yeah. Um, and I'm because like I'm okay with that, and I hope that the people who who listen are listening because they enjoy us talking about this kind of stuff. Right. So. That's what I would hope is that that's what would, I hope they would be on board for our kind of like shenanigans and our ramblings and, and going from here to there. But so kind yeah. of getting back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, and it, no, it's, I appreciate because I bunny trail. It's going to happen one way or another. So I'm we're going to embrace <laughs> we're going to embrace the mess. We're going to embrace everything that is and everything that isn't. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is like relevant because a lot of that's that's a lot of the kind of messages that I'll come across on yeah. face, on Instagram, you know, um, scrolling through feed because I'm on this journey of like self improvement and healing. So it's yeah. like I'm following a lot of things that are you know, a lot of different accounts that are posting like you know inspirational like self help kind of quotes and like you know they're trying to show you like you know things to think yeah. about ways that you can try to change your your attitude or and try mm-hmm. to bring more happiness into your life. I think what I think what's missing from a lot of these posts is acknowledging the pain. Yes. I think that's what's Absolutely. missing from a lot. Because it's, uh, most of it is like, you can choose happiness. And it's yeah. like, that's not always true. Yeah. It's like, it's like if, that, if that phrase just had, it, you can choose happiness. But if you don't feel strong enough today, that's okay. Yeah. I feel like that would be different. I love that. I love that. Like, that's really great. I yeah. think acknowledging the pain is what a lot of these yeah. need. And, and I was, the only thing that popped this into my brain is the fact that I posted the other day, like, Beatles lyrics for your life, right? I and it's like that. a Venn diagram of like, are you yeah. tired? Are you hurt? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you and, and like and all it so all comes great. together to let it be. Yeah. But like I was like I feel I I loved it because it acknowledges the pain, mm-hmm. and I'm like this is what I'm feeling right now. I like I need to acknowledge the pain and be at one with the pain, and that's like yeah, a lot absolutely. of I'm like circling like that's what a lot of like my religion is about is like. You acknowledge the pain yeah. and then you lift it up to yeah. like, how can we like move with this exactly. and through it? Which is a lot of, I think, a lot with Buddhism too. And what you were kind of saying, like embracing, like a, embracing yeah, the pain because it's, you can't make it go anywhere 
all the time. Like you can do things to help mm-hmm. improve it, but if it's there, you can't change yeah. it. And that's so that's I'm sure that's so like true for so many people. And that's especially relevant for me because that's how it, that's yeah. absolutely how it feels. It feels like there you have to do something with the pain to fix it. It's so fix it now. <laughs> or just like even if it's even if you don't know it's pain, but it's just like whatever emotion is coming out yeah. of the pain. If it's sadness or whatever, for at least for me and my sadness, anger, like often, it, it, yeah, tired. It can often be so overwhelming. You feel like you have to do something about it. Yeah. Um, that you and and like we should, but often unfortunately we're we don't want to sit with that pain. Instead, we want to do something. We, but we oh, want to we want to tell it to go away because we're not gonna, supposed to feel that way. Yeah, or we want to do some behavior or action we, that we think is going to fix it or make it go away. Yeah. Um, or we just feel like we have to like do something about it. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, I so appreciate what you say about acknowledging the pain. Yeah. And everything like that. Because, yeah, I do feel like that's, that's There's kind something of beautiful and cathartic about feeling pain, though. Because, yeah. like, especially as artists, I think that's why a lot of people... So, like, something that we say about theater um, is that people don't come to theater to see you not be vulnerable. They come mm. to theater to see you be vulnerable because society has so many ways that tell us to not be. Yeah. They want to see pain mm-hmm. because that helps them feel pain without having to show it. Mm. Right? So that's why yeah. people see art. That's why, like, any kind of art, like, visual art, why they listen to music. Why does music make us cry all the time? Like, children will cry to Beethoven's fucking symphonies Mm -hmm. because they can feel that, right? So art is for us to feel pain. And as artists, I feel like we feel an elevated sense of pain because we're always tapping into it. Yes, I feel feel you on that one. I especially feel you on that one. And I... Yeah, you're so right. And as artists, it's like we have to, like, our pain is what a lot of times what our art comes out of. And yeah, like, yeah. I also, like, wrote a song and kind of what you were saying just a second ago. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what I talk about in my song is I'm saying, like, you know, the people who say that, like, um, you know, cherish every moment and, like, you can you can find happiness in every moment and whatever, whatever, and everything's going to be great. It's Maybe like, in the, the hindsight, but yeah, <laughs> not like, always in the moment, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, like, really hard. And what I say in the song is, like, whoever yeah. said that, I don't think that they felt this pain mm-hmm. because the yeah. present is pain. Um, and, yeah. I, or they're not feeling it then. I'm, Most yeah, of the time I, when you make quote, like, when people are making quotes like that, they're not always feeling that then yeah they're looking at something in the past yeah right and like there's something to be said about being able to look at your past and be like you know what that wasn't that's not bad Mm -hmm. anymore it's like you know like when babies experience things they're experiencing everything for the first time so they're always crying yeah yeah and so like it's so true right like they hear a door close and they're like whoa what the fuck is that and they like cry and you're like it's a fucking door dude like it's okay you're gonna hear a lot of those for the rest of your life and like us as adults we just there's just bigger stuff than doors closing yeah and and, and some, I think we tell adults to like don't cry, but like that's what we do. Yeah, you know that quote from <laughs> that Dumbledore quote where he says, um, "Youth cannot know how age thinks and feels, <gasps> but old men are fools if they forget what it is to be young." Is yes, that how yes, right? killing it. Thank you. You slay the you slay it's, the day. First off, so J.K. Rowling, thank that. you. Secondly, thank you, Dumbledore, thank you, and you for remembering that. Not normally remembered Dumbledore quote. It is yeah. such 
a good deep cut. I that was a deep cut. Thank I you know. so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I love that quote so much. I'm going to say it again because Do I feel again. like I was saying it fast just it's to okay. make sure that I can get it. <laughs> Let's soak it in, everybody. Um, youth cannot know how age thinks or feels. Is that right? Yes. Something like that. But old men are fools if they forget what it is to be young. And I think that's what happens with a lot of people, yeah. a lot of the older generations. Mm. And and maybe age does, you can take the age yeah. part out of that, but just apply that to like, okay, everyone's been through pain, everyone's been through yeah. some shit, but sometimes when people... Or it's, like it's maybe to, experience feels, like it depends, yeah. because there are some people that I know that are very young, and I'm like, shit, you're like 58. Yeah, like you've you been know? through some shit, which is like, it's so, you've like, I respect things. people, yeah, it's like you, you res- it, it can be very, like, you have more respect for that person, but... Yeah, sometimes it's like when someone's when someone's in pain and you're trying to like give them advice and the person who's giving the advice, not that they haven't been through that maybe that same amount yeah. of pain or that same level of pain, but it's like it's, they're not in it with you then. Yeah, and it's very. <laughs> and I feel like it's very hard, and it's like if you're that person giving that advice, it's like that's great that you've been you've grown and you've been able to heal and get to a place where you don't feel yeah. that pain, yeah. you don't look back at that and feel the same pain, but also don't forget how that pain felt and that's what i, I had and a have moment that, like that I think, actually at work the other day that i was yeah. telling bethany about like yeah do tell my boss go, go, go. Um, uh i was in his office talking about something else or whatever and i'm they're letting me work from home and stuff right now because of my mental great. health stuff so i go in like two days a week um that's really great but he was i mean he was trying to be encouraging and helpful like people always are when they say these types of things or whatever but he was talking about like when he was a young man, he was like, I was depressed when I was, when I was in my youth and I got in trouble and then I got married. But, uh, you know, then I found the Lord and Jesus and I just prayed mm-hmm. and you take it all away. And I just, and he did. And it, the burden was, and I was, that's all you got to do is you just got to pray. You got to talk to Jesus like he's a man right in front of you and just ask him to take yeah. the burden away from you and your family. His and I was, was like, right I was yeah, like, I feel like it. I get what you're trying to do. Like it's, I yeah. get that you're trying to be helpful. And he was like, I myself, I was always more afraid of the the med, the drug the medicine they were going to put you on than than, than, the, than the disease itself, yeah. and I wanted to be like, mm, I don't think that we have the same thing, my friend, because yeah. it's pretty scary in here yeah. when it's unmedicated. It's it's pretty scary yeah. in my brain. <laughs> yeah, I've been desperately trying to get out ever since I got stuck in this yeah. in this body. And, uh, and well, something so. that I was telling Matt is like, honestly, like these are the words of people that don't know what to do to help. Yeah. But they're yeah. just really trying. Yeah. And that's what it care. is. Like, it's not, yeah. and it's not meant to hurt you, but there's something. So Matt didn't feel very good after the conversation. Well, yeah. we'll put that yeah. in like For a sure. simple way. And it like, it affected his mental state for the rest of the day, yeah. even though he understood that it was coming from mm-hmm. a place of goodness. Yeah, because they've been it's, nothing but supportive and, and like stuff they've like been that. they've been fucking incredible, amazing. like every step of the way. Like any That's time so that great. they could have had an opportunity to be like, you know what, this is too much. Like they haven't. Yeah, that is so great. So they've been really good. So yeah. yeah, there's nothing against him or anything like that. But it's just one of those moments where you're like, oh man, you just I you don't. Mm-hmm. If you, you knew, it's I like, feel I like get if that you knew, you, had your you wouldn't say pain. that. Like yeah. if you could just know what it's like to be stuck in here yeah it's so it's so tricky it's so like tough because yeah yeah, you you want to acknowledge you know the 
especially when they're, it's clear that they really are saying it because they care about you and mm. they want to help you and they want... And it to, wasn't like entirely yeah. unprovoked either. Like we don't want to... By the way, we don't want to put out there that his boss is just talking to him about Jesus. Right. Yeah, he like totally no. clarified. He's like, if you're uncomfortable with this, yeah, like he please gave let me, me know. He gave him an out. No, y'all have been super supportive. Like say what you want to say. I don't have an opinion. Yeah, so it's like... It's like... So all y'all listening at home, like don't be like what his <laughs> bastard what yeah it wasn't like entirely like he didn't like out of jump me with jesus jumped with jesus because <laughs> yeah. that does happen it does this happen is true. that's so great that, that has happened was... to me before but yeah. it, this jumped was not with one of those jesus. cases it's so great your boss so. Was like i'm gonna that. make bumper stickers this is gonna be one of your don't, t-shirts don't it's gonna say don't jump yeah. me with jesus yeah. <laughs> well and even like it's like the, jumper cables okay the, the last episode my sister and i recorded we kind of touched on that as well yeah. about how like you know tell trying to express to friends that that you're going through a rough time and like having them in their you know you know out of all their best interest for you you know they they want to help you but they're like, coming back with like just pray about yeah. it or or you just need to have faith more because if you if you then that makes you feel faith, like your faith isn't enough. Yeah, yeah. like if, if you're worried that you're not if you're anxious, hard enough. then you, you you don't you don't have enough faith in Sorry. God to yeah. take care of you and things like that. And I talked a little bit about that. I you yeah, on we our are. podcast when I was talking about yeah. like when I was talking about growing up Mormon and mm-hmm. sometimes it's like well you're going through a hard time just pray about it and it's like or like I wasn't accepted in like by the other girls and I'm like is my faith not good enough like yeah. we're all here to go to church mm-hmm. like yeah. am I not am Same. I not good enough for this Can yeah. like yeah. so not yeah like it makes you when people are like just pray harder yeah. like if you just oh if ye had this faith the size of a mustard seed I'm like what the fuck is the size <laughs> of my faith right now because I feel like I'm doing everything I can yeah, yeah. well I especially <laughs> am triggered by that religion shit because mm-hmm. when I first went to my parents and was like hey I think I have mental health issues because I've been hurting myself they were like so we're gonna take you to church and I was like fucking oh why God. take me to a doctor and they were like mm, no we're gonna take you to church and I was like <laughs> we're gonna pray this pray away so um, yeah, I, anytime, and I know that it comes from a place of people trying to, to give you something that's worked for them mm. or like they, it's like worked for them or they don't know what, right. what to else do. to do. Like yeah. they, people only work within the toolbox that they have exactly. curated up yeah. until that point. Yes. Right. They're so. what they have them experienced themselves. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes even with like therapists, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't know what a therapist has gone through and it's like weird to have to try to like ask them, "Hey, have what tell me some of the shit you've been through so I know like your depth of like, you know, gravity." Oh, that's an but interesting question. But how do you, you can't like ask that's true. I don't know how that's do true. you unless they like have a website and they're like this is what I specialize Which would in. be great. Yeah. Which is like my therapist, it's great cuz she specializes in PTSD, yeah. she specializes in actual like um uh, that has to do with like religion and stuff too. And she deals That's with um, eating disorders, which I have. Mm-hmm. I have a binge eating disorder and I don't know when to stop. And I've had struggles with my health and with it's my relationship with food for my hard. entire life because yeah. I, that's just how I was raised. If you were happy, you ate ice cream. If you were sad, you had ice cream. If you're, I'm just using ice cream, but I mean everything. Like quesadillas were usually mm. what I went to. But <laughs> I'm like, quesadillas forever. Mm-hmm. Quesadillas and nachos were like my thing. And they're good. 
But they're fucking yeah. delicious. Yeah. Cheese, they're good cheese things. was my thing, and now I'm vegan, and it's good that I separated myself from cheese because I am now like 55 pounds less than what I used to be. Mm-hmm. So go me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, praise be. Um, but yeah. Um, anyways, if people, but yeah, if what people, people have experienced, things, yeah, what people experienced or what they have experienced, or working what they have with, not experienced, or what they have not experienced. Yeah, and so because it, it's hard because you don't want to. Like, I feel like so often it's like I'm trying to make sure that I'm not about to judge someone and be like, well, you haven't, you're not, you haven't been through what I've been through. Because I don't know. Yeah. This but is it true. feels like if they had been through what I've been through, they wouldn't be saying that yeah. to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is yeah. like yeah. most of the And it makes me frustrated. Yeah. Yes. And then I feel bad for being frustrated, yep. especially time, if I know, sorry, if I know no, that person okay. is trying to help me. Yeah. Sorry, the only time that doesn't happen is when someone is incredibly guarded about themselves mm. and incredibly private. And that doesn't happen so often with our generation, I think, anymore. But I think with older generations, yeah, they try and be like, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you don't know how I feel. And then they drop the big bomb on you. Right, and you're like, kind of like, I, I never knew that that war. happened. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. well, fuck, Grandpa. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. Like, you know, so I don't feel like that. Ha- I think that's because the older generations are taught to like. True. <laughs> True. That's the sound that you make when you bottle things up. In your butthole. Uh, in That's your butthole. what I was imagining. It like, goes into your butthole and you hold it there. Oh my god. I guess because like, my mind also went to prisoner of war when you said like yes. if it's an older person that you don't know what it is. So I think my brain yeah, was just too. trying to think about like, Pulp Fiction and, and uh, I, Chris, I go straight to like war stories. Putting, yep. Putting the watch, watch but, in his butthole. I don't think that's as... I think I our generation Pulp and the generations following ours... Um, have focused a yeah. lot on. Um, hello, we got to talk about this shit. Yeah, like it's dangerous that we're not talking about this. People yes, are dying. Absolutely, <laughs> open about talking about our struggles. It's the struggle bus, yeah. because like there is something to be said about like talking to other people that are going through the same shit, yeah, or have gone or recently gone through the same shit, mm-hmm. and they like can powwow with you about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's some it, like it it doesn't like fix it, but it makes you feel less alone. It's connection. It's mm-hmm. like connection. It's, like the it's intro, human connection. It's literally like the intro to y'all's podcast. What you say about you know talking yep. is how you connect. What's our what's the intro to our podcast, yeah, Matt? Do you do you remember it? Oh uh, shit! <laughs> you edited it today. It no, um the because the one the this. the very very beginning before the about... intro music. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because talking to co- to each other is how we connect with each other. Yes. Is the basic, yeah. which is the basis of it. Helps us fe- feel less alone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's and so that's true. why we talk about the the tough shit and the good shit. Yeah. yeah. And I guess like I guess maybe the the theme of what we're discovering as we talk about this is that like it's just not that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see it's quotes, a giant gray area. <laughs> yeah. When you see quotes that say like you can choose happy, you can choose to be happy. You can create your own reality, you know, um, you don't have to be miserable or like you are responsible for everything, single thing that you have. I'm sure I could go on my feed right now and find one actually. Yeah, like all kinds of things like that. Or like all these things like, you know, the reason that you are unhappy is because you are resisting everything that's happening to you. Just let go. And like, I, I do think that all there is truth to all of those things, but I feel like it is like a yin yang. I feel like there's some truth to it. But it also f- pisses me the fuck off mm-hmm. um, because it's just not that simple. Yeah. You know? and no, I, and it makes you feel like there's a black and white solution to yeah. a not black and white 
world and never a black and white situation. Like there, there, it's not, right. it's not like you said, so simple. Like there's so many different variables. And even though like there are other people that have experienced like basic level heartbreak, right? Like it's never the exact same situation yes. mm-hmm. ever because it's always going to be two different people in the history yeah. of the world experiencing people it. People themselves are different. Yeah. And so it's like, when there are things out there in the world that say there is no one that has ever existed that has ever been like you, that is a hundred percent true, a hundred and bajillion percent true, because no one's ever going to experience all the same things. There are people who are like, Bethany, you've experienced so much in your life. Like, how did you turn out this way? And I'm like, to be honest, fuck if I know. (laughs) I'm like, there's no pure science to figure out why other people who have been through the same shit, who have had a, in my experience, like a bipolar mother that then I left my mom's house and took my brothers with me. Like, like that is, that is a story that people tell. Like you can find maybe a hundred movies that are about mental illness and the children that are brought up with people that have mental illness, Mm -hmm. but none of them are the same. Yeah. And I'm not the same as like, you know, it's like you can't, you can't. And even within families, like all, all, you know, siblings, if if there's a number of siblings, they may, may have all experienced mostly the same things. Oh, they're all going to end up different. Yes, exactly. Very different. Oh yeah. So interesting. Based on so many different variables. And like, if don't, if you, like we don't Matt has a twin brother who's completely different than he is. so fascinating. And like we don't, I don't even know that we have done that much research yet. I know there's been there's more in the last like decade or so, but even now we don't have that much research about like people with different sensitivity levels because we're just oh, now yeah. getting research about highly sensitive people. Mm-hmm. Most of them are empaths. redheads or born of redheads, and yeah. I am a child of a redhead, so there mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> and so um, I'm with you. Yeah, and I've mentioned a little bit about that, you know, in my own personal experience about previous episodes. But yeah, just like being a highly highly sensitive person and or an empath because an empath um it depends on like different i talked about this and there's a little different bit. kinds like, of empaths there's different kinds yeah. of empaths there's also different kinds of clairvoyance mm-hmm. because there's a certain line that there's you cross clair- into clairvoyance different and then, things yeah so clair- there's this, different like and then mediums are different than clairvoyance oh, and empaths so and there's like so many different yeah, things yeah there's a bunch of different and it's funny bunch because of different it all ways sounds to be like sensitive. there's di- it's so many different ways to be sensitive yeah. and like oh there's people that have um, a number like, of them on a scientific level if you're talking about oh shoot and autism like a lot like there's so much people on the autism spectrum they can have i feel like you can be so many different like i feel like i know people who are not just one kind of sensitive but they might be a medium and also an empath oh yeah also maybe on the autism spectrum or you know like there can be a lot of things going on yeah i 110 percent agree there's like that's the thing like we're all made up of so many different parts and we as humans seek to put names on those things so that we may understand them better, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Uh, but it also means that if we're not exposed to tons of different things, yeah. we get stuck in trying to name things that otherwise we only have the words for. Does that make sense? I, I um, Maybe I'll phrase it this way. Um, again, we're talking about our toolbox. If you only have a certain amount of tools in your toolbox, you're going to try and identify something with only the things that you have in your toolbox. So it's important to expose yourself to all kinds of different things so that you can not always just put names to it, but also put names to things that you're like, yes, 100%, that's what this is, but also be like, you know what? I don't understand this. That's okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know if that fucking makes <laughs> sense, but I'm all about people no, loving think... themselves and being okay with not understanding things. And I think maybe, <laughs> and I think maybe like the more sensitive you are, it can be more tough because especially you, you're experiencing things that you don't understand yeah. and you don't know if other it's people are experiencing the same things. I don't get the, the visceral things. reactions that you do. Huh. So for all y'all that don't know me, I am also an empath. Yeah. And it's like, cause but you get like body sensations. I, my body does weird things and it's, and it, and I don't know that other people people's bodies aren't reacting that way so it's yeah. like for most of my life i've never like how matt was saying he's like i thought things. everybody <laughs> yeah. Just yeah experienced um, the same level of shittiness and i was gonna say that like different like depending on or i was i was also gonna say that like i for a while i thought that empath and highly sensitive person might be the same thing but they're different things different. apparently and so Empaths like are, you can be like, one you can be just a highly sensitive person or you can be highly sensitive and be an empath but if you're empath mm-hmm. then you're definitely like highly sensitive as well yeah so i think empath is a part of like so you know how there's like spectrums yeah i love everything is a spectrum yeah everything is a spectrum mm-hmm. right so highly sensitive people uh you know there are just people that just like they're very intuitive and they feel things mm-hmm. and they go with that reaction and mm-hmm. they know then there's empaths who feel other people mm-hmm or experience other people. I kind of like to put it in experience other people, which highly sensitive people are not exactly empaths, but empaths are definitely yes. highly sensitive people right. because they feel and experience other people. Yeah. It's a logic now, is puzzle. That... Huh? It's a logic puzzle. It's a logic puzzle. Yeah. School. I'm really all good A's at are B's <laughs> and all B's are C's. They're all yes. A's. Yeah, exactly. Now, is that the same as being, because um, you also mentioned the different times of clairvoyant. Like, I know one is like Claire's not sentient, but Claire, like, feeling people? Mm-hmm. Claire's... What is that? How do you say uh, that? I can't... Uh, I'm always forgetting what that The different is. Claire's? Yeah. I can't remember the different Claire's. Claire's. I do know Audi- that I am There's... one of them. I just don't... So and the Claire audience is one of them as well. Claire, yes. So the basically, the difference is like you can uh, visual, you can see things, you can hear things, you can feel things. Clairvoyants aren't exactly um, like the clairvoyant empathic like mm-hmm. crossover. They aren't exactly the same because empaths, clairvoyance has to do with the other side of the veil. Right. Right. So empaths, in general, feel things that are here. Yeah. Now, empaths can cross over into the clairvoyant area if they experience people that are not people or things that are not present. Mm-hmm. Say, for instance, my mother, she, who is a redhead, as I have mentioned, um, is an empath and is clairsentient. Like, she experiences a lot of things. And because I am born of her, I also experience a lot of things. She takes care of elderly individuals in their homes. And the other day she was like, can I run something by you? And I'm like, yeah, totally. And she was like, I'm at this new lady's house that I'm taking care of. She has a new, she has a new client because the reality of the situation is when you work with the elderly, sometimes they pass away and then you have to go get new clients. So it's, huh? Does she do hospice care? Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, like she used to do hospice care too with them. Oh my gosh. so many so things in <laughs> We're the same people. Uh, this is why the universe brought us together. I hope. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm like, I'm pretty sure of it. I mean, we were in the same like fucking. Nerdy, we were in Sweeney, Sweeney Todd, Todd together, which was Sweeney fucking Todd, dope, and yeah. it was the best. 
Sweeney Todd's gonna pull a certain kind of people. Yeah, the Sweeney fam is great. And Sweeney Todd in particular pulls from a certain crew of people Mm -hmm. that you know you fucking click with. Yeah. Because they all into the blood. They all into good fucking music. Like, there's so many great things that, like... First of all, musicals are not everyone's cup of tea. So there's like a, there's a musical theater kind of people, and then second this is of like all, there's next Sweeney, level. There's Sondheim, well, there's there's Sondheim level, yes, of musical. But then Sondheim yes. even Sondheim kind of does like the dark fairy tale oh, yeah. thing, which makes my heart happy. Oh yeah. So then, but then you go into like Sweeney territory, which there are a lot of people that enjoy Sondheim, but they will not exactly. touch Sweeney Todd exactly because it is beautifully. Yeah disgusting and you know that is so (laughs) fitting that we somehow got on to talking about sweeney todd because i feel like that same thing that you were saying applies to like that's i feel like my podcast and just me as like a person and also y'all's podcast and i feel like maybe kind of y'all as people and that's also why we get along and Mm -hmm. why the universe brought us together because we're not afraid to look at the the ugly, the gory, the ugly truth the dark, of the situation. The yeah, the not ugly everything's truth. a Joanna. Yeah, like, we're not. Although afraid. even Joanna's more woke than um, it, yeah her fucking man friend. Mm-hmm. True. True. Yeah. What so. is his name? Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony. It's like we're not afraid to get into the the tough shit, you the know, as you say. Yeah, and like talk about stuff like mental health and yep. depression and when you feel so bad. I took fucking Mrs. Lovett to like a dark damn place. Yes. Like I was probably was the ugliest powerful. Lovett you'll ever see. No, it was it was it was powerful. It, it was, was fun. Yeah. She was she was uh, I loved making her. I wanted her to be cuz I'm I'm not into her being like into herself and being like sexy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was never how I saw her. I just saw her as dirt lower than dirt who wanted to claw her way to the top grabbing onto anybody's coattails because it was exhausting because she had been clawing her way on her own for a while so i chopped my hair off i plucked my eyebrows out and i whitened out my face oh my gosh i fucked my face up it was amazing now i have microblading yeah that's just (laughs) because i messed up my eyebrows like you go hard for characters Sometimes like, you go really hard. Yeah, like, really and getting And then I make best in... friends. Yeah, this was such a great show. But anyways, oh my gosh. So yeah, my mom, <laughs> she's taking care of this lady. Sorry, and she's like but... walking around. No, it's totally cool. I was, I was like, I rooted through. <laughs> um, so she's taking care of this lady. And then she feels, she was like, I'm taking care of this lady. And I felt a cat brush against me. And, I, and so she asked this lady, she was like, did you used to have a cat? And she was like, yeah, but I'm not allowed to have... He passed away not too long ago, and I'm not allowed to get another one because my family won't come visit me if I have a cat. And so she has this little ghost kitty that lives with her and thanked my mom for basically being there because she was very lonely before my mom showed up. And my mom lives with them for, like, from Monday through Friday, has Saturday, and sometimes through Saturday, has usually Saturday and Sunday off and then goes back Monday and lives with them, like... From like sleeps at their house and mm-hmm. takes care of them. Yeah, and so I don't know. Like there are some people that just feel that. And I mean, here's the thing: if you don't believe in any of that business, that's totally fine. Ain't nobody trying to preach at you. I've already lived that life. <laughs> I just know what I've experienced, mm-hmm. and I know what the people in my life have mm-hmm. experienced. I have seen some shit. Mm-hmm. I have felt some shit. Some things have touched me, and on the regular, mm-hmm. I am experiencing all the things. <laughs> I love so, that you say on the regular. On the regular. <laughs> and like, it's and also true. you know that those people yeah. have no reason to lie to you. 
Yeah, I like that's the thing. Like yeah. the reason why I have such a healthy relationship with the spiritual realm is because my mother has a very healthy relationship with it. So whereas I could have been very fearful mm-hmm. of the things that I experience regularly and I could be traumatized by it, other on the other end, my mom was like, "No, this is how you deal with it. This is how you like go through it because she experienced it, which is why it's important to have people in your life that have experienced things." But anyways, she's considered clairvoyant she wouldn't she wouldn't accept that because she is a god-fearing woman but she does know but in our in i say our i'm i'm still newly removed from mormonism you guys you have to excuse me um in the mormon religion they believe in aliens and they believe in spirits and all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. so i let her name it whatever she feels comfortable with and I just name it what everybody else calls it. <laughs> the oh. end. How did we get here? Uh, <laughs> Highly sensitive, sensitive people. Yeah, sensitivity. Sensitivity. And, and talking about how, like, well, like, things that normal people go through, like heartbreak and loss and grief and disappointment and just struggle and everything, that, like, yeah. it can be... It can who, be a lot. It's hard mm-hmm. to measure on... how much more difficult it can be. Who, yeah. Yeah. Who do we we don't even have a way of measuring maybe no do, like, but for like pe- research for like empaths how do we even yeah. fucking measure like exactly. how much emotional turmoil you're going through exactly. more than someone how, who has a normal sense of right. the world so it's hard to quantify it's hard to compare or people with like mental illness yeah. mm-hmm. like and, how much more of the world are they experiencing or like I do have a brother that has autism like how much more of the world is he experiencing that we don't understand that we that right. the the un, that the world is learning to be more understanding of yes, thankfully, thankfully. Mm-hmm. God, thank you. like because I, oh God. like they just learn differently and their brains yes. work differently the, still very intelligent like the curious incident of the dog in the night so beautiful read it it read was it. on Broadway. I got to see it on Broadway or off. So well, jelly. It was, it was off. off Broadway. Yeah, it was but it, then off. it went on. But I think so good. If you ever have the chance to see it on stage, highly recommend it. But Beautiful. absolutely read the book. Just read the book. Like everyone should read. The book. And but it's spreading awareness. <laughs> yes. Right. Rightfully and so. so. Rightfully Thankfully. so. Exactly. And I think only in the last couple of years have empaths really come forward and been like yeah. hey we're here we feel a lot can yeah. you please be nice to us thanks yeah and letter I'm, signed by us yeah. <laughs> and i'm afraid that like the same kind of people who are like oh like crystals and woo woo and yoga and chakras and like y'all are all okay, like crazy if you feel that way, that's fine but it's helping us so leave us alone yeah i feel like those people might be like oh that's not a thing you're just saying that so that you can cry and complain more and it's like Maybe but that's my I inner critic thinking cry. that that's what they... Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, my God. It's like, so But hard. I'm actually crying this much. Yeah. Like, I can... Like, Matt, I told when we first started dating, I'm like, so just so you know, I cry at least once a week. It could be over happy things. It could be over sad things. But I cry at least once yeah. a week. I mean, can confirm about, yeah. like, approximately can cry... Cries about once a week. He's totally okay with crying, by the way. He's, like, really chill about it, and he's real sweet, so it's great. Yeah. Thanks for being nice to me on a basic human level. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's like, it shouldn't be, but it is kind of a skill to be able to, like, not be uncomfortable with other with someone crying in with front other of you. people's emotions yeah. mm-hmm. to be able to hold space for other people's emotions it yeah. shouldn't be a skill but unfortunately it is it's I like, think with Matt we've talked about this before because Matt does a good job of it because he knows what it feels like to not hold space mm. 
in the, it, like to use your phrasing, but basically you know what it feels like for people to not accommodate you and your feelings. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to do that to other people. Yeah, and so you just let them ride through it. He's Probably. real chill about it. He's like, be humble. <laughs> He's like <laughs> super humble about it. But really like all of the other people that I've dated in the past and like even people that I, I like really loved and like, like just wanted to be with like I'd never had anybody really handle like the amount of crying that I do and it's like like I said it's not always sad stuff crying isn't always for sadness sometimes I'm just feeling a lot and I'm looking at really cute pictures on Instagram and he (laughs) handles it really well like he's super chill about it and he's like do you need anything are you okay like you good and I'm like yeah, me. I cry when I'm angry too, and I and it. Oh yeah, I get really well because anger is a is actually an offset of the spectrum of sadness. So there you go. Oh wow! Did you know yeah. that? Well, I've there seen. You know. I just saw like a feelings chart that I think I shared on my Instagram story it's, the other day. Uh, I had seen that anger before. is a part of the sadness spectrum. I think that's that's interesting. I think it's not look, like its own thing. Yeah, it's I really think the chart I had shared had it like as its own thing as one of the primary emotions. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, that's interesting to think that it's it's, it's like, more of like a secondary offshoot, which kind of makes sense. I can mm-hmm. feel that. But yeah, it's like because usually yeah, it's, it's like hurt, you're hurting over something, right? There's like some a wound or, or something um, or a loss or a yep. betrayal. There's or something. it's usually that that yeah. makes you angry and you just react in a way that's aggressive as opposed to passive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you sad? Sad is usually passivity, but then anger feel is more active, yeah. is more aggressive. But it's yeah. still a reactionary to a sadness to a wound. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and like I feel Super like fun. I, I'll maybe this is common for a lot of empaths and highly sensitive people, but like I'll cry with just, and like you said, it could be for happy for sad, but like really you look with at a any, tree. <laughs> sometimes. Me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sometimes. With you. The wind passes through you while you're on a walk and you're like, this feels really yeah, good. Sometimes. And, or even, yeah, it can be like just any emotion getting past a certain point of intensity. Yeah. I can just like automatically cry, but it I find myself inside you. Definitely. I find myself, unfortunately getting really, really frustrated just at the fact that I can't be angry, that I go straight to crying. It's like I don't get mm-hmm. to spend any time actually feeling the anger because it's like so often it's so intense and so overwhelming sometimes that it's just like, and maybe that's when it's more frustration, or I don't know if it's frustration or anger, but it's like it's just so much Guess of whatever what? it it's, is. It's, there's no gray area. Right. It's usually a lot of things. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I just go straight to crying. I mean, there's no, there's no black and white. It's, it's all a gray area. That's yeah. what I meant. And it's, it's fucking hard. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess, you know, all that to say that, like, you know, it's really, really hard to try to compare and, and try to express, like, how, you know, even if you know the person might be giving you some advice, it has experiencing, has they themselves have experienced some real hard stuff. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to, I mean, not that we should be comparing, but it's, it's just really hard if you, especially if you, if you feel like they don't understand and you want oh, them yeah. to understand what you're feeling, it's like, you don't, there's, we don't have the language because we don't have a way to measure. Yeah. There's another, there, there's something to be said when you actually start talking to somebody about it. And then when they don't reciprocate in a way that you're, mm-hmm. you're hoping yeah. or like, at least like on a vague level of understanding, you're like, man, I'm sharing myself with you. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to do this. What the hell? Like there's a lot. So that, that adds a whole other level, right? So yeah, it's like insult to injury, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You're like, damn it. I went through all of this emotional turmoil to talk to you about this. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So if we're going to try to like, if we're talking about 
theories and and pieces of types of advice along the lines of like law of attraction and you know the secret or things like you're that. so good at like rounding back to this thank, thank you, you. That's, i'm trying i'm trying i, to, I like, need that i need that matt usually does that for me because no, i go yeah. off on the i'm go i'm a good tangent because and i will and i do um and i'm trying that's why i'm trying to keep myself organized because yeah. yeah otherwise i'll just be all over i mean i feel like this episode is probably all over the place enough as it is but i'm i'm also trying to embrace that that's probably just going to happen and just like embracing that and just being okay with that. Cause the last episode yeah. definitely was like that. The yeah. one that I'm currently editing. It's definitely totes my goats. I'm down for and, it. And incoherent, but the, and we touched, like that's I said, how we conversations happen though. Things. Yeah. It's, we're just, and that's what we're sharing. in this podcast is pretty much conversations. So back to, um, Lo- bring it around yeah, town, bring thinking, it around. <laughs> so we're, so we're saying that like, okay, Pieces, you know, whether, what do you want to, whether, I can speak, y'all, I can do it. Whether you want to think, (laughs) thank you. You're welcome. Whether we want to think about these as theories, concepts, or just like types of advice, or even whole belief systems of of this, like, however you want to think about them, but like using them to try to like help, help yourself or help others. It's just not that simple, you know, saying things like, you can choose to be happy. We create our own reality. You know, we are all responsible for everything we've experienced. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're trying to say that, like, there's, it's not that simple because I am trying to learn and trying to uh, recognize and accept and embrace that there is truth, like, like I said, right, to these, there is some truth to these things. And, and it's just, a, it's just not that simple. And yeah. for people who are struggling with mental health and mental illness and other things, and for those who are highly sensitive and also struggling with other things, it's like, it just any number of things yeah where you aren't neurotypical basically yeah because everyone's different and unfortunately it's like the more but is there anything that's actually neurotypical then you're like yeah how do we even define that how is anyone really normal you know because most of the people that think they're everybody named chad that's in a fraternity probably (laughs) neurotypical damn it Gosh, it's so. And these are see. I could talk forever about this. Like, what is normal? What is normality? How it's do you even not real. Like, yeah. nor- you know? It's not. It's not a real thing because oh I mean, if it was real, then we wouldn't have art. <laughs> yeah. Like it's something and people, people that agree appreciate on. it. Yeah, and oh, just yeah. to throw this in here, I love that quote that says, "Art should comfort the disturbed and." disturb the comfortable yeah yes I yeah love that one always um yeah because a lot of us are kind of disturbed and, I, and art gives me a lot of comfort and that's why i have frida kahlo on my Hello, laptop on my, that's because she's one of my favorite painters because when oh, i saw did her you art see, did you did you see when they had the um oh at the museum the recently? yeah the museum I, of fine art i saw that, about it but i didn't get a chance <gasps> to go what i i went but oh, i wasn't I able saw, i'll i'll show you some videos i went because they had diego got, and oh, frida stuff oh, it was <laughs> I kind I of, gone. I gagged, I, I, I gagged. I guess I just lost track and didn't re- realize This may have was, been but... before we were friends. I'm oh, not sure. Oh, shit, then, like, a I'm few not years sure. ago then? Like, it was, yeah, it was, like, probably, a couple years ago did. when they were here, but, like, there was that. some no. good, like, seeing her stuff in person was, like, nuts. Oh, man. And I'm it imagine. is, like, yeah. there's some imagery that's, like, incredibly disturbing. Like, one of them was, like, you know, the, um, her friend that had, um, jumped off a building oh, and she painted yeah. it and like there it's like and she has like word like she has um, a poem that she wrote for her like along the edges of it mm. and it's like all written in the same color that she has like on the blood on her dress and oh, stuff wow. it's like it's 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 very jarring yeah. but like it's so passionate and it's so like incredibly raw like i think that's why people are so drawn to her art because like it makes you can feel everything she feels exactly 
and to have that kind of talent or that skill to yeah. be able to portray that so that other people feel it like even mm-hmm. after you're you're gone is yes. like what the fuck yes, <laughs> like that's how i feel when i see van gogh Oh yeah, like, yeah, because he he struggled with mental illness too, oh, and like incredibly. that's why and was also a ginger. Yeah, so it's like yeah. I identify with. I him have his, I have um I have um very truly yours, Vincent, um behind my left ear, like in his handwriting, oh, that's so like sweet. tattooed on me. Like Van Gogh yeah. is like my fave because he did he felt so much mm-hmm. all the time, but he was always so open about it. And, like, they don't actually know whether or not he actually killed himself. It was actually, like, they're starting to say that it may have been that Mm -hmm. he was protecting the young boys that were not supposed to have a gun and, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, so there's all kinds of things, like, we don't know. But, like, but what we do know about these people is that they felt a lot and they wanted to share that. Also, he didn't start painting until he was 27, so... (laughs) reach for the stars you guys that's great yeah Yeah, right yeah and like i love frida and i did projects on her um in college like one about like the movie frida and then another one about one of her paintings for like a creative with 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 with, um selma selma hayek oh my gosh she's so beautiful by the way oh my god everything about that movie like a major lady boner for her like it's directed (laughs) by a woman yeah and selma hayek helped produce that movie as well and I think that seeing that movie, she's I think very I saw particular it about the movies that she's in. For good reason. For I'm good reason, her. she's yeah. incredibly talented and deserves and, so many good things and in this the world. The soundtrack to that movie, oh my god! <laughs> like I have it on my playlist. That's just I over here smiling happily. That whole to soundtrack. <laughs> but yeah, and that I think that movie was like my first real introduction to Frida's work. But absolutely, what you said is that when you see her work, you can you feel everything she feels, and I think that's why I fell in love and was yeah. so just like connected to hers because when i saw her work i was like she gets it yeah she i I, it's like i know how much pain she has experienced because i can see it i can her paintings make me feel it Mm -hmm. i can feel her pain through her these paintings so i know i'm like she she's been through some shit and then watching the movie you learn the shit that she's been through and how like painting was her escape and was her way of like healing and working through it Mm because it was literally all she could do at the time therapy wasn't always a thing for people you guys And that's what she did. Is she painted her pain. I mean, maybe that's why it's called painting. Painting. <laughs> you did it. Did, has no one done that before? Tell me, I if people have done that before. I feel right? like that's a I thing, like that's so but obvious. I also don't oh, know don't if it's know. a thing. It should be. So a thing. I'm down for it. Yeah. I feel like it should be a thing. I pain. feel like you just ting. That's another. You just made another T-shirt for yourself. <laughs> awesome. You're doing Andrea, it, Andrea. Are you listening? Can you help? Can you help me out? Please, Andrea. Can you do it? Nice Our good letter? friend, Andrea. I love you. Please say thanks. Okay. Um, but yeah, like pain and and thank and exactly about artists feeling. That's and, interesting because I had never thought about it that way, but I think that's why I enjoy Van Gogh's yeah. stuff so much because like he felt so much pain, but he also had a huge emphasis on trying to find so much joy. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. was always he he always acknowledged that he was always hurting, mm-hmm. but then he was always like, "But I saw this bird today, and it made me feel yeah. a little better." And I'm like, oh, shit, damn, yeah, that's real. It's so admirable. Like, yeah, he always strove to find joy. And I don't think it ever, like, it was never in a way when he wrote to his brother that made it it seem like he was doing it because other people expected it of him. Mm. He wanted to be happier. And so he chose to try and find little things that made him happy. Nature made him happy. And he was like, I recognize this. I think I'll hold on to that. Mm -hmm. And so I think there are healthy ways to be sad mm-hmm. if that makes yeah, sense like, <laughs> and yeah because like 
I definitely know about like melancholy and like I think in my family Ooh, my dad melancholy. was a fan of the four temperaments so he told us about those like kind of young and I I melancholy just like sounded to my ears like the I right one that for me sound I love right? that word it's an, it's the, just the way it sounds yeah. is very kind of there's beautiful so if you are a person who tends towards melancholy it's probably going to sound even more beautiful to you and what yeah. it means is kind of like being able to it's not like you enjoy sadness but it's like you you maybe have experienced it so much that you're just like kind of comfortable in your sadness or you can oh, it's weird why to, are you taking me to church right woo, now woo. It's, it's, it's hard to describe frisbee blessed be yeah. my goodness okay so mode it be like you know comfortable in your sadness yeah, yeah. it's it's, Fuck. it's hard to describe but sometimes that's kind of it's almost because it's not. I don't. Even, I don't even know if comfortable is the right word. But you know, obviously, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. like I like that. Re- like that resounded in me in a way. Clearly, that, like, like, I love that. Like it shook up that. through my spine, and I react very um, loudly to things that shake me I, up. So I so appreciate that. I love that. Yay. I think that's why Matt likes me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I react very enthusiastically to basically anything that affects me. If you go to theater with me, mm-hmm. I am the loudest person there. Yeah. Like yes. Oh my gosh. And it's so hard when, like, okay, the reason why I've gone to see Hamilton twice on Broadway, because I can be as fucking loud as I want, because everybody else in the audience is as hyped as I am. Like, yeah, everybody's singing along, and you're like, hey! Like, it's so, you're just (laughs) reacting, which is how theater used to be. And now everybody's like, (laughs) you can imagine a mustache on my face, right? Well, I don't know. I haven't been to, I've, I've, I'm thankful I've been able to go to a few Broadway shows or like, tour on Broadway yeah but like for I guess maybe people are worried about like being disruptive by singing along yeah like like disrupting other people and And it's like you know what though when you and you know this as an artist who has been on stage when the audience reacts like when they are in it and they they are reacting they give you that energy Mm -hmm. and you live off of that energy if there's that one person who's being so fucking loud laughing at everything you are praising that person off stage you're like did you hear this one person who is laughing at every single joke we love you that is so true like yeah, it's yeah. and really those are the best shows are the they ones are. where the audience is with you, yeah. giving you that energy. They're they're in it with you. And this is our rabbit hole about melancholy. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I just really derail things. No, it's okay. I do too. And again, like I hope whatever part happened to us of the, the podcast day, we're gonna actually. Matt was like, mm-hmm. um, he said something about like he said something that he intended to be a sentence. And I, of course, it's a podcast. So instead, I turned it into a conversation and then we had to cut it. So it won't be in it next week. But it was one of those things where it's like you say one thing and it like just goes. It just goes forever. And I so appreciate being able to have those kinds of conversations with people who are okay with letting that happen. And then being able to figure out where we were coming from and trying to get back there. And not being like offended (laughs) by it or anything. Yeah. It's like we're here for this. And I love that. And I hope, again, I hope that's what the audience is here for, too. Yeah, so, I think so. listening, I... I think this is, like, I you know, so. people are here for, like, the, the little nuggets of wisdom. People yeah. are here to, like, feel a little, maybe, like, camaraderie, as we've been I, talking about. You know, for. Like, people are about that shit. 
I, I sure hope so. Yeah, because because yeah. I know I appreciate why do you listen that. to our podcast? Exactly. I was just about to say like that's why I'm a fan of so many other podcasts of y'all's podcast. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, it's it helps you it makes you feel less alone. Yeah. It's like oh, there's all kinds of people all over the world, all over the country who are like that I can feel find, this way. Yeah, and I I can find different ways to relate to them, and the more different podcasts that you listen to, mm-hmm. the more different ways that you can find to relate yeah. to people, and it's really wonderful. Well, and then sometimes you'll feel a certain way, and then someone else on a podcast will just say it a little better than you ever right. thought and you're like well fuck that's my yeah. new life saying like yeah <laughs> live in this way now <laughs> yeah you're like or you could be in a lot of pain and somebody is just like i feel you and you're like oh it's okay to be in pain Thanks. yeah mm-hmm. and i think Thank that's you. giving giving people permission to feel their emotions yes giving Thank ourselves you. permission to feel our emotions. I think that's also what this this episode is about, right? Ooh, 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 ooh. Phrase. <laughs> but yeah, give it, I think that's what podcasts are about. It gives us permission to be human. Yes, mm-hmm. which we all need sometimes. Yeah. yeah. We don't do a good job of it because society expects perfection mm-hmm. be human but be a perfect human yeah it's it's, it's so fucking tough. not real that's not a real thing like that's fake it's so fake and it's that's so, so fake as all of the gurus say be your most authentic <laughs> self except you can't be like you have to be like your you have to be the kind of authentic that we tell you to be so uh, be that kind of authentic okay but only but just so but just so but only just so. yeah yeah just enough vulnerability and authenticity shavasana for much. life but also <laughs> just like Make sure you're be a pole dancer too. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I don't know either. Okay. Um. Okay. So going back to trying to put a positive spin. Like, okay, maybe there are ways that we can kind of use those like different ways of giving advice for just like good things. You know, like, and it's a journey. And again, going back to like the pain part. Like, we have to we have to acknowledge where we are, right? And I think that can be like the hardest part is being like, okay, today I'm in really. I feel I'm in a this. bad, bad headspace. I'm yeah. feeling X. Yeah. This is and accepting what it is that you're feeling, what it is that you're going through, mm-hmm. and just being like, okay, this is where I'm at, and then giving yourself grace and like being gentle with yourself and being able Ooh. to be like, okay, this is what I'm feeling, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, grace. it's okay that I'm feeling this way, <laughs> yeah. um, and and it, and it's natural that I'm feeling this way, and especially if you mm-hmm. know that you're more sensitive because yeah. like, and I've been having to tell myself this is be like, okay. I feel things more strongly than maybe the average person. So I feel things very, very yep. intensely. So naturally. Can confirm that you do, <laughs> which is okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, like, so naturally, if I'm like crying all the time and just like having a really, really hard time being happy and like fighting inside my head to be happy, I have to like step back and be like, okay, I shouldn't get frustrated myself for not feeling happy or for feeling like I'm struggling to feel sad. I shouldn't get frustrated with myself. I just need to accept. Mindfulness is always the hardest part, isn't it? Yes, it's so difficult. But Mm. being able to like, yeah, take that step back and be mindful and be like, okay, of course, of course I'm feeling this way Mm -hmm. because I'm so sensitive. So of course I'm feeling this way. It's not bad. It's how I am. And it's actually a good thing that I'm so sensitive because unfortunately, like, yes, I'm I'm feeling the bad kind of feelings right now. But the fact that I'm so sensitive means I can also feel all kinds of good feelings just as intensely, even yeah. more intensely, mm-hmm. which is really, it feels hard to feel hopeful for it, but I'm, <laughs> it's like, I know that I've experienced it. It feels hard to feel hopeful for it. it I does. feel like Matt and I have had that conversation yeah. a couple times recently. And, and, and when you're in it, and I'm also, Naomi and I are going to talk about the five elements and, and the Enneagram and all, and other kinds of different personality types, but like uh, in the five yeah, elements, yeah. like there's, it's wire, it's wire, it's fire. Fire, water, earth, wood, and 
metal and what i'm a water and like it also kind of correlates with zodiac signs you know some are water sign though you water is your element and so it kind of correlates with that i think and one really really great analogy that i've heard when it comes to like people who are waters is that it really is like you're you can sink down into the depths of sadness and melancholy and like misery and despair and hopelessness and it's like your water signs are Deep, deep, as they yeah. say. Yeah, we're deep and <laughs> we're true. intense. Just like I know, I am also a water sign, but then my um, uh, my other, well, there's your sun sign, your mm-hmm. ascending, and yeah. your moon. And my sun is cancer, and then my ascending and my moon are both Virgo, which is an air sign, I think. Or is it an earth? Ah, shit. I don't know anything about now. any of this. <laughs> Matt's just like, I was told I was a Libra. <laughs> yeah, someone told me that once, I think. And I don't know that much about the other zodiac signs to, to know, unfortunately. I could probably look it but, up right um, now because guess what? I have the internet. Like <laughs> <laughs> Using technology. I know, right? We do this all the time on ours, too, where we're like, yes, fuck, I, I don't do, know. I should do that more often. But one great analogy is like it's we can get we can like sink ourselves not that we sink ourselves not that we're doing it to ourselves oh, but it's an earth sign sometimes yeah. we can like go into that downward thought spiral and it's pretty much like sinking down into the bottom of a pool and and i've heard it described oh, yeah as, and it's like, never ending like we haven't even reached yeah. the bottom yeah, of the ocean like, what are you talking about um yeah it's it's a it's like a bathtub right yeah. Like it's like filling up and at first when you're filling it up, like it feels good because it's like to indulge that a little bit yeah. and it, you, you almost like let it wash over you and the the thought of it keeps you warm a little bit like you nourish that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then some of our bathtubs are not as big as other people's and they overflow too quickly and it pretty <gasps> some soon Some of our bathtubs drowning. are not as big. Oh my gosh, I love that. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a really good way of describing it. And we end up drowning. Some of us have fancier bathtubs. Some of us have apartment bathtubs. Some of us think about like the the room of not the room of requirement, but the prefect's bathroom in Harry Potter. Yeah, oh shit, that bathtub is dope. Yeah, but yeah, some of us have swimming pools. Yeah, yeah. right, and because that's what I was gonna say is like I've heard it described as like especially when you're um you know water if you're a watery person whether like five elements or whether zodiac or whatever. And you're, you're already, like, upset. You already have something going on or you're already struggling with something. You already have reason to be in that melancholy. Yeah. Um, I've heard it described as, like, being at the bottom of a swimming pool and you can be looking up at the surface. And you can see the light. Yes. And you can, <laughs> and there can be other people outside the pool looking down in on you. But from where you are, everything's distorted because of the depth of the water. Mm-hmm. This is what we call, and with something that I've started using as a phrase, being called in your feelings. Yes. Like, you are in your feelings mm-hmm. in that moment. You're in it. You are in yeah. it, and, like, at that point, everything it's else all... is just, like, a... It is yeah. distorted. and it can be, like, exactly you don't remember ever being happy before. So it's, like, you can have experienced... It's, like, there's a vague idea of what happiness looks like, like, yeah. to my right. <laughs> but it, but it's, like, when you're in it, when it's that when it's that strong, especially for those who are more sensitive or empathic and, and everything. Whatever, or have whatever any else... level of mental illness or right, something. Right, It's, like, if you've got... If, however many of those like you know um a la carte you know pick your pick your mm-hmm. pick your, what you've got wrong with your you. a la carte yeah like it's cute the more things that you've got going wrong that's yeah. gonna make it just that much more difficult mm-hmm. and i feel like it can be that much more distorted the way you're looking at what's going on based on like how much pain you're in like how intense that pain's gonna be because yeah. it can be like you forget 
it, that the pain can be so whether it's sadness or despair or grief it can be yeah it can be so overwhelming and overcoming that it's like even if you cognitively know it's like okay i know i've had good things happen to me i know i've been very lucky very fortunate very blessed yeah because yeah. like it's so easy to remember things that were good yeah. but right now is not good <laughs> yes and it's and it's yeah it's like i say in my song it's like the present is pain you know that's all yeah. it is in the it's not that i'm ungrateful it's that my reality right now is yeah. painful. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so difficult. Yeah. And I and I guess that's what the whole point of this podcast is saying is our discussion is basically like we could all do a bit better job of recognizing that we may not understand the depth of other people's pain as well yeah. as you yeah. know, and just having more kind of empathy and consideration for that, especially when someone is telling us trying to share yeah. that pain with them mm. and we want to try to help them. I um, my go to response to people usually in pain is that sucks. Yeah. Like when, and that's like the same reaction I have when people are like, oh yeah, I had a family member pass. Mm. It's like, instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry. Right. Like you go, dang, that's, that sucks. Or like, that's really hard. Like, like that, that's rough. That, that's, I usually use that sucks, yeah. but yeah, I, that's I rough. Like, like that's I feel rough. like that sucks is like really like chill, <laughs> but that's just like me and my personality. Yeah. So coming out of me, yeah. like that makes sense. But yeah, you're right. That's, that's rough. That's hard. Mm -hmm. Acknowledging yes. the pain, I think, is a better first step oh, yeah. than being like, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. Always, I think, always start with, like, acknowledge where people are at. Acknowledge. Because I'm so sorry is, like, the sympathetic, yeah. right? Where it's, like, you put distance between you and the situation, whereas, like, dang, that sucks. Yeah. Puts the empathy into it. Yeah. And, and it acknowledges the pain. And this might be, like, a side thing, but I'm also personally trying to get out of the habit of saying I'm sorry so much. It, it's, even, it's really hard. Even, yeah. Even, and I don't want to, I don't know if I should say even and especially, but like when it's someone it's telling me. It's not negating me, anything, so I yeah, mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's tricky because especially when it's someone telling me something that it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want that to be happening to you. So my instinct is to say, oh, I'm sorry, or I'm sorry that's happening to you. But it's like, I think I don't, if you I were to like say, say, well, it's like, man, I don't want that for you. Right. Like, I don't I want that. So maybe, it. like, so I mean, so mm. I think the problem is, is that going to language and the way we use right. language, I think our language that we've trained ourselves to use don't exactly yes. express the things that we actually mean. We've gotten so, so used to saying it that way. Yeah, but, because it's yeah. quote unquote socially acceptable. Yeah, but maybe exactly. if we said more of what we meant, yeah. like, then I wish it that would be more healing. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like, oh man, that sucks. I wish that wasn't happening to yeah. you. I care about you. I want you to have a good time, but you're obviously not feeling very yeah. well. I don't yeah. want that for you. And like the, the thing that our therapists do of like mirroring of like, oh, I yeah. see, I see that you're in pain right now, or I see that you're going through mm. a really hard time. Yeah. Or like, what is it your, <laughs> your therapist said to you in, in the first couple um, sessions? She was like, I'm just waiting to see how long it takes for you to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't wait to see when you'll get comfortable with me. And like, just like, you know, letting people know that you acknowledge that they're not comfortable. Yeah. Which is or huge. like things like which is like a big deal, and then it's yeah. like, oh, you see me. Yes. When you feel seen, it changes yes. things. And that's yeah. like, this might be a whole other like side topic, but I I feel like I really really wish that strangers in public, especially men, were better able to do that. We're able to like kind of. To be fair, society doesn't allow men to do that very often. It's oh, true. This is and I and I know it's like. Well, just to be. To we like, just have to like. I think we need to allow more space 
for men to be able to do that and like you know i think the lgbt community has definitely been spreading that more which is great it is great i think we need to start spreading it to our uh hetero Mm -hmm. um men and Mm -hmm. allowing them permission and space to feel yes because i think the shutdown of emotion is causing more harm because Absolutely. that's wh- like that's where that's, the anger and aggression comes and the from, right? And like that's the abuse. In the, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like not allowing them yes. space to have healthy ways to deal with their emotions, like with crying. Crying Absolutely. is a totally normal reaction because we've done it since we were babies. Yeah. We don't tell a baby boy to stop crying exactly. until they're about like four or five, right? Right. Yeah. Then we start telling them, "You yeah. don't cry. You're just, fine. Girl, yeah. cr- girls cry." You know, yes. like we start telling boys that, which is awful and then it's like and then so what do we tell them to do we tell them to hit things like yeah. you know and uh, yeah i was just gonna say yeah. like, we need to definitely start spreading that message for heterosexual males or i mean really just for everyone from raising yeah. from childhood like how we raise children especially mm-hmm. and i was thinking allowing children to feel their emotions and not yeah. telling them that their emotions are invalid well and especially i think we're like what, you don't do that because you are x yeah and like that's huge and i feel like if we were better able to do that with kids from growing up than like yeah. as adults maybe hopefully they would already just be more considerate of people just in general like going out in yeah. public spaces like mm-hmm. not even necessarily talking about feelings but just with yeah. strangers in public because i think that's what i was thinking about when you said like being able to recognize when another person is uncomfortable my mind straight yeah. went kind of straight away to like oh i wish other strangers were better able to recognize when i'm uncomfortable in public and i'm right? trying to let them know yeah and maybe i'm now i'm worrying that that was selfish of me to think about it like that no. immediately mm-hmm. go to my own like, I personal think it, thing but you like, are you, here's the thing you are always number one to yourself 110 percent. you should always do that well, you, you should always be checking in with yourself and making sure that you are good and happy and safe in a situation yeah so telling uh, relying on other people to acknowledge that you're uncomfortable yeah. is not healthy to yeah. not a healthy exactly. attitude towards yourself yes exactly so allow yourself to take care of yourself in that way because ain't nobody going to take care of yourself like that other than you yeah mm. and and i think <laughs> and then like that's the first step for sure and i think sometimes it can be frustrating when you have like even when you have done that and you're trying to like verbally like directly express to someone like yeah if it's in a public situation like hey you're making me uncomfortable or we're doing something that should otherwise so you think because, should like, otherwise. The things that I do in public are, you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and then people go, like, when you just say it, people become, like, more aware. It's, and, and Matt can acknowledge that I do this all the time because I, I, I try and give signals. Yeah. But my signals aren't strong enough. So the only signal that I have learned that, like, if my signal isn't strong enough, I go to the extreme. I'm an extremist because I'm an actor. (laughs) That's what we do. If it's not enough, we give you more. (laughs) And so what is more? You're making me uncomfortable right now. Like, one time I had a guy walk up to me and he's like, "Mm, you looking real good today. Okay. I had just walked out of work. Literally had just walked out. I am tired. And I'm like, I'm like fucking, like, I did not invite that. I am dressed up and I'm, and so I looked at him and I went, do you talk to your mom like that when she's looking good? Here's a, here's a tip for everybody. If you bring anybody's mom into a situation, it makes them really uncomfortable because they just (laughs) sexualized you. And then you're calling them out and saying that they would sexualize their mom. And then the Freudian brain kicks in. Uh Right. (laughs) So they're like Oedipus complex. They don't want, and they're like, damn bitch. I was just trying to give you a compliment. I'm like, seriously though, do you talk to your mom like that when she looks good? Mm -hmm. And they're like, just try and give you a compliment and walk back inside. Yep. Just call them out on it. Yep. You're making me uncomfortable right now. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Or just use their mom. 
<laughs> You're welcome. No, good, good, good words of advice. Good so, I mean, but strategy. what I'm trying to say is like, oh, yeah. if you feel like your signals aren't strong enough, just be like, hey, I don't feel comfortable with this right now. You are making me uncomfortable. Yeah. And sometimes that's really, really that's scary to do. But when you yeah. start doing it, it's actually really exciting. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have done that I like um, when I, when I felt like it's, it's come to it, I guess. Maybe I'm thinking about, like, concerts and stuff like that recently where it's, like, really loud and it's, like, difficult to, like, the person, the person might not even be aware that they're... Most people aren't very aware of themselves. Or are they, like, thrashing around kind of thing? Uh, just, or, I don't know, there's all kinds of, and there's all kinds of different experiences that I've had in different public spaces of just, like... Yeah. And part of it is, like, my height gets into it. Like, being as tall as I am is, like, trying to find places where I'm not going to feel like I'm in someone else's way. Mm. But then also, like, if I'm at the back, then unfortunately I'm mostly surrounded by You know what? I did not consider that. And I... You know what? I've never had that problem. That's gotta suck. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Being, um, like, tall and also being a woman... Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's that's that puts you in a different situation where people I feel like may feel like they feel very comfortable in approaching you or like saying things to you Which that they do the, a lot. You, <laughs> just t- just reminding yeah. me that I'm tall. You're like as if I forgot. How's the weather? And you're yeah. like No, no, literally the same just, as yours. <laughs> just like all the time people just be like you're tall. Just yeah. just they'll, they'll, they'll just remind me. No, I'm just trying say to think if like I did that. that. I'm people, sorry if I did. No, no, no I mean Thank you for acknowledging what you just acknowledged because You're nobody, very few people have ever like thought of, like, you know, but really acknowledged I don't know that if I did. I so appreciate I'm it. Sure well, I probably yeah. did, my bad. No, I, no, and not about like, you know, saying, yeah. oh, you're tall, but just like what you said before about recognizing that you, you've never thought about what it's like to like experience. Like, yeah. That. And, like, mm-hmm. I appreciate you saying that because yeah, it's, I feel like a lot of people don't know what it's What's like. What's my and- experience? I am an average sized young lady. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing I've had to experience really is people looking at me when I was like really overweight and stuff and being like, oh, you're so cute. And I'm like, I'm never sexy to you, am I? <laughs> like, you know, fat phobia is like fat phobia is like huge, huge thing. It's and, a big like, thing. And like, it's, that's a whole other conversation we could have because of yeah. body image and like, and men and women with body image but you know especially women yeah. and then like women struggling with weight loss and that whole spectrum of like are oh, you, are you fat enough whole, to really yeah. are you fat enough to like really be part of like the body positivity movement or not and things like that and, oh like, yeah I've been yeah, thinking about that, that lately thing. because mm-hmm. I'm starting to hit into like size 12 stuff which is great mm-hmm. for me because like honestly my health is improved and I'm and I'm doing all of this weight loss stuff for myself and it's great you look great Thank you. You also look great. Thank you. Matt, you look great. Oh, thanks. You all look great as well. See, men should also be acknowledged for when they look great. Note for the podcast, like, after we said that to one another, Bethany and I, like, at the same time, put our, like, hands, like, poised right under our chin. This is, like, the the, the, the vintage Mm -hmm. um, uh, headshot look. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) You, like, just put your hand under your face and you go, thank you. I feel beautiful. That's so right. I guess that is where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, really. that's where, and we do it a lot. Of, um, so I, I work in, a, I work at a ballet, and um, if you look at all the old ballet headshots, they right. have very poised hands. Right. And we do course. this a lot at the ballet. We like pretend we'll walk into a room, and then we'll be like pose, <laughs> and then go to our desk. Like it's really <laughs> that's fun. Amazing. It's really fun. Or like people will walk through the door, do a pirouette, and go 
I'm here. <laughs> and then, like, go to their desk. Like, and yeah. most that of us, I work in, like, the admin part. So none of us are actually really dancers. So we look really silly doing it. That's but awesome we love though. doing it because it's, yes. that's where we work. And mm-hmm. it's fun. So fun. So, I love that. Yeah, I love, I love it, too. Um, it's a, it's pretty about? fun. Oh, we were talking about body image and how that's kind of rough oh, and acknowledging tall. people when they feel a certain way yeah. or like, or when you recognize that you haven't experienced something right. that another pe- person is struggling with, or maybe like when you just said like, Hey, people recognize me for being tall and they comment on it all the time. And I go, huh, you know what? I may have done that. I am sorry if I had ever done that and I had never thought about like what that feels like to be that way because I have no frame of reference for that. Yeah. And acknowledging the fact that you don't have a frame of reference, this goes for racism, ageism, Mm -hmm. like, like sexism, like it goes for anything that's anybody that's different than you. And if Mm -hmm. they say like, I experienced this because of this. Mm -hmm. And if you have that little light bulb that goes off in your head that goes, huh, I don't have to deal with that. Huh. Mm. I am sorry that you have to deal with that. That kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yep. I'm sorry if I ever did this to you. Yeah, it's that's how we become like better people. And that's so yeah. important. So incredibly important when it comes to race um, and, se- and gender and sex, especially. Race mm-hmm. and gender and sex so, and like so, all kinds <laughs> of things. Like so, all yeah. of the things. Any Anything that's different than you. Yeah, disabilities, um, oh, ableism. Yeah. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. And so I, I feel like like <laughs> my yeah. height is a relatively minor thing. I mean, it does it has a huge impact on But it me is specific to you. Exactly. Like for me, it's it's kind of a major thing in my life because it's so it unfortunately because has affected you're, and shaped the way I feel about how I move through the world. Talked about mm-hmm. that in your first episode. Yeah. Like Naomi was pointing <laughs> out that your height and the you are a tall, gorgeous, red-headed woman who carries herself in such a way that's kind of like a nymph just existing in the world like yeah you're kind of like in the cloud and a pretty little like you're just like this little floaty creature that's like always very kind and loving to everybody and it's like but your height and like the person you're describing me right now thank you so (laughs) i've always kind of seen you as like a little nymphy person but um which is probably why we're drawn to each other because i like fairies and stuff (laughs) bursting right now you're welcome i will not stop um but i think you know your sister pointed out like your height and like your looks and everything like it has like the way that we look influences Mm. the way that other people see us Mm -hmm. and therefore influences the way we carry ourselves in the world and And our experiences it's like and it's weird because i've also heard you know new agey kind of psychology kind of stuff talk about how like the world is a mirror or we are a mirror of the world and the world is a mirror of us or something like that about how like yeah it's like the way the way the world treats us is like a mirror of our i don't i'm I'm probably fucking that whole thing no i get what you're saying i think this is also a little bit riding on the same lines of the law of attraction thing though which is like it's not always 100 percent true because the way the world treats us is also the perceptions that other people have experienced in their lives and the the way that people treat us isn't always because of who we we think about ourselves how we think about ourselves right yeah like i mean look at that's what the law of attraction any all like racism that makes no sense like no one would police brutality in particular Mm. when it comes to racism like, like fucking that may, yeah that makes no sense it makes no sense and here's the thing because back in the day though when they used to train cops they would train them with 
racism. With racism. (laughs) With African-American specific looking dummies Mm. that they would shoot at. Things Mm. like that. These things still exist Mm. today. You can go to museums Mm. that show that these things are real. And there are people that are still alive that Mm. had that training and Mm. still experience Mm. it and pass it on to other individuals within the force. It is a boys club. They are here to spread the word about those things. And that's why we have so many Nazis in the fucking force. Well, that's how we used to talk (gasps) about the military as well. You know, when I was in the Navy, we would talk about like the salty old boys and how they wanted to still be an old boys club and they would refer to it as this new this new kinder gentler navy or this new like pussy pussified navy or whatever like fuck you like are you kidding because just because you can't deal with your feelings doesn't mean i have to suffer for it okay (laughs) and that's i feel like i feel like that's what hopefully the world is slowly but surely realizing is that like oh no being being sensitive and being com- considerate and, and like, compassionate. trying to be compassionate and understanding of different people and different backgrounds and what different people means have gone that through. we avoid the Holocaust. Yeah, and just <laughs> and then therefore changing our behavior and our policies yeah. and the way our institutions, the way our organizations, the way our country is run, in order to therefore include and hopefully benefit those people to try to level the playing field is yeah. not. It's not, you know oh, we're losing our godly, our godliness as a country. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we're we're becoming this, like, weak nation or something. Or whatever these people are thinking of, like, uh, oh, we're... I, I think anybody who is... Um, anybody who is uh, generally afraid of change or a positive mm-hmm. thing is because they feel like it's going to, like take away some kind of benefit to them or it's going to hurt them in some way which is a real that's a real struggle that's a real fear Mm -hmm. like i totally get that and and i think that there's a comic that came to mind you know it's like what is equality and it's like do we um do we you know and it shows a really tall person who can look over a fence Mm -hmm. and then there's a short person Mm -hmm. and it's like do you put a fence up? Well, no, not really, because the short person can't really see all the way over a fence. And then it's like, do you put the shorter person on boxes? Mm-hmm. Well, not entirely. You don't want that. Equality is about knocking down the fence. Yeah. And just letting everybody be able to see from their own height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so, but I think a lot of people that are, quote unquote, the taller people that can look over the fence... Uh, and not to say that you are I'm like Lydia we're talking about tall people all of you Lydia's out there no that's not what I'm saying but like in this in this comic it's I think the people that are able to look over the fence are worried that people will get more like they're like well we can't give them we're just gonna give them boxes and it's Mm -hmm. like that's not what we're trying to do we're trying to knock down the fence right and and I think it was our second episode Naomi and I kind of touched on that for a bit talking about the the law of what was it the law of uh, oh I can't remember <laughs> it was one of our own podcast episodes it's okay we scarcity. do this all the time the law of scarcity scarcity and instead yeah because because that's you know people thinking that the rights like social rights social yeah. quality if somebody kind of else scarcity. gets rights I'll get less rights yeah, yeah. Like which that's, that's not how pie. rights work yeah yeah and we, yeah we even talked about that how it's not a pie. But, but it's yeah, um, and, and actually when it comes to being tall, of course there's many advantages. And so there like, are my own inner <laughs> critic sure. comes back with like, oh, you shouldn't even be complaining. And, Cause people have also told me like, you shouldn't be complaining about being tall because there's all these advantages. What the and, fuck? Like yeah. not your battle step away. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, this is not like, this is not your story to comment on. Yeah. I didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't ask for this. We didn't ask for this. See the amount of times yep. that people say mm-hmm. it makes the, the podcast title relevant. It's like, we didn't ask yeah. for this. 
We but didn't we, ask for that. But we turned out fine. We turned out fine. <laughs> it's very relevant. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, but it's true. I think fine is a good, it's a good way to phrase it. Because yeah. it's like, yeah. I mean, we're here. So, it's, I mean, that's fine. We kind of. We turned out fine. Yeah. It's kind of, we kind of just landed we're on that name. We're still working on it. Yeah. It's like we landed on that name because we appreciate that there, there's a sense of like almost sarcasm about it of like, we're fine. fine mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But also, in all seriousness, there is the, there, you know, we try to have the optimistic bit in there as well of like, yeah. it's, we are fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and okay, let's, let's wrap this up because we've been talking for so long. Oh, yeah. So, we've been talking for like two and a half hours, which <laughs> oh, is fantastic. Yeah, which I love. Which but, I love too. Um, so. Yeah. Be considerate of other people having experience in the world differently from Mm -hmm. inside their bodies. Yeah, exactly. Acknowledge people's pain. Acknowledge your own pain. Yeah. Acknowledge that it's going to be okay and it's okay for you to feel those things. Mm -hmm. And, and. You know, words of supposed wisdom like choose happiness, create your own reality. Yeah. You know, it's not that simple. Yeah, if that no. works for you, congratulations. That's exactly. great. I'm very happy I'm, for you. Like, that's awesome if it works for you, yeah. though. Yeah, that's, like, As great. I'm someone, not, that's I'm, why yeah, I, I mean, I say that a little bitterly because I wish that it worked <laughs> for exactly, me. Exactly, like, we would just flip yeah. a switch. Like, yeah, I wish so that nice. I could do that. That would be so fucking great. If that works exactly. for you, great. I'm very happy for you that you don't have to... He is, but he's also like, fuck you. Yeah, uh, a little exactly. bit inside of just like, There's a little ah. small hint of fuck you. Yeah, it is. But here's the thing. That comes from Matt's personal experience exactly. about yeah. life. Yeah. And that experience is okay for you. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not great that you had it. <laughs> it sucks that you have to live with mental illness and all the things that it's brought with you, brought with it. But honestly, like, it's okay if those things work for you. And if yeah. those things don't work for you, find, find something, something that does. Else. Whatever find, works find for you, works for you. Yeah. Find the things that help. <laughs> Make and a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about your feelings yeah. on there. And, and like, we don't, maybe don't throw all of those kind of theories completely out the window because there could be, you know, there's power in, in thinking about yeah. like, the power of your mind, right? That's the yeah. whole thing. Oh, like, yeah. The That's the thing and about visualization like, and like, yeah. I can. And about, I'm like praying now um, right. about like intention. The power of intention yeah. is incredible because when you have an intention, it's the same thing as setting a goal, right? Because then you start thinking about the steps that it takes mm-hmm. in order to get there. And even if those steps take a long time to reach, the power of intention is wonderful because what, the power of intention is about is acknowledging the divinity within yourself yeah. and then acknowledging that you have power to take action in order to t- change yes. something. Even if you can't change the chemical part of your brain, right. you can take, ch- you can take steps in order to go find people that can help you yes. change those chemicals. Or in like, if you are feeling sad and lonely, there are things that you can do. It's like, you know what, today I need to take a bath. Mm-hmm. Or in my case, I love to go walking around like Memorial Park and the Arboretum. Being mm-hmm. in nature is what helps me. Yes, so I need much. to be my alone time oh in order gosh. to do that. Mm-hmm. So like acknowledging things that'll help you feel less lonely. Or you know yeah. what, I need to reach out to somebody. And somebody, or when you think of someone and you go, you know what, I, I want to call my mom or I want to call my best friend because they make me feel good. Like doing those things in order to help you feel less lonely. Like that's what the power yeah. of intention is really about. Like that's what the idea of intention is really about is allowing yourself to have the power to change your situation in ways that you do have control over. Yes. And because so, the situation is something you usually don't have control over. Right. And that can be the very like frustrating like part that makes you feel like hopeless or like so yeah. desperate. But mm-hmm. it's like, okay, even if, you know, you see, you, you know that it, you're 
the, the words like choose your own happiness makes you frustrated and you know yeah. that that's like so far off for you and that's like not something you can do it's like that's okay. not attainable right now goodbye yeah. <laughs> it's like okay that's fine it's okay that I'm not in a place where I can just you know kind of go for that and choose that and that yeah. makes me frustrated and it's just like be like okay I feel frustrated about that and I'm just gonna accept myself where I am and do what I can do like you said like control what I have control over even if yeah. that's as, as simple as like I'm just going to do things that soothe me just to soothe myself to, to try to I'm gonna get out of bed and get dressed yeah just one what, thing at a time yeah and just like, could, like being gentle yeah. with yourself and being like okay what, whatever I do is enough and I'm good and I'm going to be be treat myself like I would treat a friend who was going through what I'm going through right now. Yeah. You know, someone I really cared about. I'm going to yeah. treat myself how I would treat them. And then the more you do that, the more you practice. And I'm saying this because I'm living it, you know, yeah. I'm experiencing it for myself as I feel like you guys have as well. It's like, oh, girl, we practice. in the middle. We're in our feelings right now. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like I have to practice, you know, yeah. and then I could get to the point where I can have well, mantras and practice repeating mantras. And like the more I say them slowly but yeah. surely, maybe. Yeah. Well, something that I tell Matt all the time is that we are battling against more 20 plus years of programming. Right. And so practicing a little bit of gentleness with ourselves yeah. while we mm-hmm. try and outdo those yeah. 20 plus years of programming, mm-hmm. we are, we have to deprogram ourselves. Absolutely. And I, I, you said grace, which I do. I do actually like in the context of like, self-care i do enjoy that grace for yourself grace for yourself Mm. because grace denotes a sense of like calm and sensitivity Mm. and allow it's like you know what just however you are is is enough and good enough like you're and like i was saying earlier your best your best every day is valid Mm -hmm. and your best isn't going to be the same as yesterday or tomorrow's best and all of that your best is always great and so allowing yourself to feel that but like all of ah, my brain stopped. I gotta rewind. Well, and like you were saying, I think you guys have said on your podcast before that healing is not linear. It's and so not. it's like you might you might be making progress and like you're practicing your mantras and then things are you feel like your affirmations, you might yeah. be able to say them and you might almost be believing them, but then the next day you might have another overwhelming wave of pain and sadness. <laughs> not <in you>. today. <laughs> not doing it today, just gonna lay yeah. in my bed. <laughs> and so sometimes it's like it could feel like you've lost that progress, but really it's like we have to remind ourselves and it's oh, like okay. We did talk about that. Right. Um, did we talk about that when you when you hurt yourself? I don't know if we have to. I don't remember. I think we did. Um, we oh yeah, because when Matt hurt bit? himself, um, he it, it feels like when you step off so or like it or off of sobriety. If you're on like a trek, if you're on yeah. some kind of like I haven't done X for a certain amount of time, yeah. and then I did it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it goes out the window, window, but that's not true. Right. Right. It's you're called tempted, a blip. You're tempted to like throw it all away and say, yeah. fuck it. Now I'm yeah. just going to like dive back into the yeah. doing all the bad things or whatever. But it's not, that's not true because it's right. progress, not for perfection, yeah, which is something exactly. I started using with myself for my weight loss journey. But right, now but it like were, applies was, to so many things. Yeah, I was just about to say that's yeah. like so important to keep in mind while dieting too, that like cheat days are not only okay, they're actually good for they're you. Encouraged. They're encouraged. They actually important. help your body. So yeah. after, after that's a certain me point, today. they're really <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And it is hard. And but it's like we it's like just 
be gentle with ourselves. If someone else is going through pain, be considerate. Don't right off the bat come out with like, just choose to be happy. Just be grateful. You know, there's so yeah. many things to be yeah. happy about. So like it's, be considerate it about. It sounds like you're saying like what we say at the end of our podcast, which <laughs> is be kind to yourself, be yeah. kind to others and ask for the things that you want in life. Well, and I'm so glad that is, that is, you know. That's the, how we end the, every yeah, podcast. I'm so, yeah. I'm really so glad that that's um, mostly what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, that is mostly what we talked it's about. Like yeah, be kind things. to yourself. And I'm glad kind that that's, that's kind yeah. of where we're ending. That's so great. That's so That fitting. is so good. I did Because you were literally just saying that just in like more different words. Word, but I was yeah. like, it was just different words. But that's literally like, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, yeah. and ask for the things that you want in life, which is what we say at the end of... Because I mean, while we didn't ask for this, like those are things that we have control over, exactly. right? Kindness for ourselves, kindness for others. And if we want something, yes. you go out there and you ask for it. Yes. If you need something is another thing that we've kind of been mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talking yes. about. Because like for Matt's work and stuff, we've had right. to ask, you know, we yeah. need the X time off. Or yeah. like I've had to have a lot of communication with my supervisor too because I need like extra time here and there yeah. so that I can take Matt to appointments or I need to take some time off and stuff. And it's like asking for the things that you want. And it's been incredibly beneficial for us because it means that we are in full communication with our bosses, which then ensures a lot of trust. And then they know the things that we need in order to feel like we're, we're our job's security is still intact. (laughs) So huge, especially when you're going through stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful that like, you know, my boss and like my coworkers, they love you they understand yeah you know some of the things that i struggle with and they're just incredibly understanding and supportive oh and and you i don't know if you've talked about this on the podcast or if you want to so you can cut this if you want but you asked for a raise and you got it i got a raise and that's that's like what the fuck like yeah you fucking deserve that high five that's really hard to do yeah (laughs) Yeah, especially as a female and like this being kind of like my first corporate job yeah since i mean the military definitely is kind of a corporate job it's yeah it's it's core it's government corporate but it's corporate (laughs) um but yeah absolutely i'm I'm very grateful and thank you for reminding me of that yeah super super grateful you gotta ask for that Mm -hmm. shit like even if it's just something that you want but especially if it's something that you need and just ask for it yeah ask Mm -hmm. for it because the worst thing that happens is that they say no right yeah and then, and then like, like, if you okay. lose your job, in this case, we find another job or we figure something else out right. or yeah. there's always something else. Find a way. You yeah. find a way. We turned out fine. Yeah, we turned out fine. <laughs> we turned out fine. Yeah. Well, and it's all yeah. that because yeah, all that is quite relevant because the law of attraction, too. It's like, you know, attract the things that you want into your life yeah. by meditating and, and being intentional and all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad that like kind of even though we definitely varied and got onto all kinds of different tangents and bunny because trails, we enjoyed mm-hmm. it, but they were all ending and it ended up being somewhat relevant to well, all yeah. of what They're all about. a part of the grand conversation about, you know, mental health yeah. and how do these, you know, law of intention mm-hmm. or like all of that, how does that yeah. feed into each other? Because there is an unhealthy part of it mm-hmm. that is the, um, the, what it, the capitalist idea of what, you know, the law of intention is, which is the secret, right? right. Where they're making money off of it. And they're telling, well, right. if you want it bad enough, you'll get it. But if you, right. you can't, like, if you don't want it bad enough, you're not going to get what you want. Yeah. That's the, that's the corporate greed. Don't worry. Part. We sell a second yeah, book that fixes harder. it. If you don't want it bad, right. Enough. Specifically for love, specifically for business. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. And so, but where they're obviously trying there to is a pure well. place mm-hmm. where the law of intention and like, you know, where it actually is much more, um, much more compassionate. Mm-hmm. 
where it's give yourself a goal and work for that goal and roll with the punches along the way. Like there is no one linear way to it. Like uh, despite what all these other people are telling you, like if you want it bad enough, you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not, that's not exactly how the world works. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's complicated shit. It's just not that simple. No, it's It's not not that that simple, simple. but it's okay that it's not that simple. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's like really the, the thing to, to keep in mind is like reminding yourself, well, it's okay if I, try hard and I still don't get it it just or if or if I have to like do lots because it's not always about to. you right because right. your your best is always good enough yes mm-hmm. whether or not your best is good enough for someone else is not on you mm-hmm. right. never ever ever well and it's not a closed system because there's yeah. a billion other influencing factors that go oh, yeah. into it like the people who yeah. the judging and stuff and all the things in their own personal lives that influence mm-hmm. the choices that they make yep. in professional situations and things like oh are you kidding me I auditioned for I've auditioned for HGO more than six times which is Houston Grand Opera yeah. and one year I got a letter like uh, two years ago I got a letter saying uh, we are full of Sopranos right now, but if we lose one, we're calling you. And then the next year I thought I had it, but they had more people audition and I didn't get in. Like, are you kidding me? Like I auditioned six times. They've seen me for years and years. It doesn't mean I'm not talented. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm not great at what I do. Mm-hmm. It just means that there were other people out there yeah. that fit what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's okay if I don't fit the mold. Yeah. 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 It's okay if if it's okay if we all don't fit the mold. We might want something real bad. It doesn't mean that's where we're supposed to be, apparently. Yeah. Because other people make those decisions. We can yeah. only do the best that we can't we, control. Everything. We ha- we can't control other people, mm-hmm. which I think is the hardest part. Yeah, and it can learning be, that you don't control <laughs> other people. Absolutely, that's so difficult and so hard to deal with. But yeah, yeah, sometimes it's sometimes the hardest thing is just being able to be like, well, it's okay that that X is happening or it's okay mm-hmm. that I feel X. And Matt can tell you, I went through like a depressive stage this last time mm-hmm. when I didn't get in. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't been in anything for a while and that's just because there's been a lot going on, but there's a ghost in the apartment um, or there's just people in the hallway. <laughs> but yeah, I was really depressed after that and it was, it, it it really hurts, mm-hmm. but it's okay to feel that. Yeah. And so I think that's what that's what helped me come out on the other side is that I allowed myself to feel it for as long as I did, yeah. which was a little hard. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know on your end what that was like. I think it was the first time you had ever really seen me sad. To that degree, like, probably. Yeah. To that degree. Like, I was pretty miserable. Um And it hurt. Like, I would cry sporadically if I ever thought about it or anything. Mm -hmm. I couldn't listen to, like, any of my arias or, like, on recording or anything. It was bad. And, like, I had never felt that hurt before. But I think it was because I had, like, really wanted it so bad. And I worked so hard. And I had never sounded as good as I had ever sounded. Like, and, oh, gosh, let me tell you, the girl before me sang the same exact aria that I did. And I had to listen to it. And she was amazing. And it was, like, oh, it was so much. And I went, you know what? I'm still going to do it and I'm going to do my best and I'm going to do what I do great. And if they don't want it, I don't know. (laughs) Apparently I hadn't planned for that part. Another example of things you can't control. Yeah, I can't control that. And I think once I began realizing that it wasn't about me, that's when I started coming out of it. But even then it was hard. When you're in it. 
when I'm it's in so my feelings, it's realize. so hard. Mm-hmm. And it can be so hard to realize it's not but all But then it also you. made me realize that I needed therapy way more than I thought I did. Yeah. So I started going to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Some positive came out of it. Exactly. Really positive shit has come yeah. out of it, to be honest. Like, yeah. I haven't been in a show since um, w- since I was in Hedwig, mm-hmm. which makes my heart hurt. Like, mm-hmm. I've been in, like, little cabaret things, but my mental health is better. Yeah. And I feel like I can go forward into these next stages of my life. And still, I still want to sing and I still want to continue to do those things. Yeah. But I feel like I have, because of the better understanding that I have of myself, I think I can bring more to my acting mm-hmm. because I can tap into that more and not be afraid to tap into it because yes. there's a lot of emotional stuff that I would not tap into when I was doing like Mrs. Lovett and stuff. It was way too close to home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's good stuff that comes out of it. Yeah. It's just hindsight. And I think anything that makes you, any kind of life situation that makes you realize that you need therapy, which, well, especially especially when the therapy actually helps, Mm -hmm. like not necessarily when the therapy itself is not good therapy or when even worse, if it's actually making it worse. Yeah. But yeah, no, for sure. Like anything, even if it sucks and it's shitty, if it makes you get, if it, if it forces you to confront things about yourself and then takes you to a place where you can then heal and get better and and find better things then it's yeah worth it mm-hmm. i hope like yeah i i think it? so like, yeah but it's still like i per yeah. i personally think so i'm a huge advocate of therapy i'm a huge advocate of finding the right oh, therapist yes. for you absolutely too because that's a that's mm-hmm. a crapshoot if i ever mm-hmm. if i ever had one yes. like because there's a lot of people that are just not very good so my suggestion to anybody is to first off if you know anybody that's in the business if you know any therapists Ask them yeah. for referrals. Because if they're your friends, that you can't go to them. Yeah. That's a conflict of interest. However, therapists, no good therapists, and go mm-hmm. to great therapists. Exactly. I was going to say, go yeah. to the therapist that, that the, the therapist ther- goes And that's to. who my therapist Hell is. She's yeah. the therapist that other therapists are going to. Hell yeah, because <laughs> yeah, therapists so. are just humans as well. And that's, they are. That's you why, just got to find the right human yeah. to like connect with. That's why it's so important. Yeah. Because they are humans as well. And so their own shit that they're dealing with, yep. it may they may or may not have healed from yeah oh yeah um so yeah definitely shopping around and finding the right therapist we've ended this podcast there we, like here we times. are yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was just about to say like We're here so we are there we are this. okay uh, yes I mean, I, it was great right. and i enjoyed it's okay. it okay we do this sometimes yes too. i i thoroughly enjoyed every moment of it me too disorganized this is fantastic yeah. thank, thank you so for much having for having us. us thank you for yeah. being on We're it so happy to be here <laughs> can we just like i did ask for this yeah you did ask like you literally asked for this and i i mean i'm the i'm the one who runs the social media and I literally was like Matt and I would love that because I most of the time know what Matt likes mm-hmm. and I know that Matt likes you and that he wouldn't have felt uncomfortable in this situation so I said A plus yes yeah. Yay, <laughs> I'm so glad yeah oh, but yeah so yeah. we're I'm Bethany and that's Matt and we're from We Didn't Ask For This and you can find us all over the place yeah just type yeah. We we're Didn't Ask For This into the internet and we'll appear yeah but We Didn't Ask For This podcast yeah. Or WDAFT podcast. WDAFT. Yeah. WDAFT. Mm-hmm. What well, daft? Find them on the Instagrams. It, we're on the grams. All we're the on the Twitter. And you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, and mm-hmm. Spotify. Mm-hmm. And our website at all- WDAFTpodcast.com. Yeah. All the interwebs. And- all the interwebs. And anyway, so that's us. We talk uh, a lot about this, and I also love to talk about spirituality and mm-hmm. um, conspiracy theories and ghosts mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff, and also stories about 
I've turned it also into just basically whatever story I want to tell people because I also talked about like the Holocaust the other day about the the Auschwitz mm -hmm. revolt, which yeah. fucking dope. Got to highlight some badasses. It was fascinating. So, I, I I found it fascinating because I was listening to last podcast on the left mm -hmm. and they were um, doing an entire podcast on Mengele, who was an asshole. And um, they briefly mentioned, oh, yeah, and then the Auschwitz re revolt happened. And then da -da, and they're like, oh, and we might talk about that one day. And I was like, the what? what? The what? Because I had never heard of it. I'm like, how do we learn about like the history of the Holocaust and never know that they That's fucking huge. did a revolt? Anyways, so badass. it's badass. So, so go anyways, listen to that episode. Go, you podcast. can go listen to any episode you want, but listen to that one because I'm particularly others. proud of that one for some reason. That flow was real dope. So for sure, our flow was so on point. Yes. <laughs> Yes, definitely go check out We Didn't Ask For This because Thanks. we talk about so many cool things. We talk about so many different things. stuff. If you like the stuff we talk about, you'll definitely enjoy the stuff they talk about. Yeah, we just Obviously, that's why you're here. Riff it. I hope, yeah. Matt talks a little more on the podcast. Mm. He talks a little more on that one. Mm -hmm. And... Uh -huh. <laughs> I love you, Matt. I love you, too. We're oh. engaged, by the way, so you'll hear a little bit about that, too. It'll We're be fun. We're getting married in May. I'm We're so getting excited. married in May. On May the 4th. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Leia's invited. She gonna be there. It's gonna be great. <laughs> One of my okay. brothers is dressing up as a Jedi. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Because he asked and I said, you better. That's I'd gonna, be offended if you didn't. That's gonna be so fantastic. It's gonna be great. You can dress up as anything you want. Hell yeah. Wear fairy wings. You can do whatever you want. I think I will. Especially <gasps> after you describe me Please as a do. nymph. Please do. Nymph. I'm literally gonna have elf ears. Because just, I had always wanted that as a kid. I'm still just like floating on air as, since you described me as like thinking that I float you're on little, air like a, a nymph ever would. Like yes. I'm still just like... Going You're a woodland nymph. Like, live your best <laughs> life. Scots-Irish so woodland nymph. Are you oh Scots-Irish? I am, yes. We, we, I am too. Yeah, so. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, did we just become best friends? Yeah, I mean, we were, but we just did again. Again. And, it happened. And this is, we turned out fine. This is, we turned out fine. And we're finally ending this podcast. Yeah, we're doing it. Now. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. You can reach out to us on Instagram at WTOF podcast. You can reach us on Twitter at We Turned Out Fine. You can go to our website, WeTurnedOutFine.com, or email us at WeTurnedOutFine at gmail.com. Okay, bye bye. bye. Okay, bye bye. We turned out.